This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. of the Pod Mania podcast. I'm your host, Rob Goodwin, and I am joined this week not by Garth Jackson, but by Chris O'Brien. It's WrestleMania week, Chris. Um, correction, it's Champions Carnival week. You fuck. The smarkiness of you hurts sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but for real, there's a, there's a fucking lot of wrestling this week. I mean, normally a lot of wrestling, they throw a lot on top of that, which now I know what, like, pe- the weirdos who watch the weekly shows feel like. Because <laughs> I need to wait through a lot to find the stuff I care about. No, I get it's you. Weird. I get you, because this week, just on WWE television, okay, and all of this is airing on either uh, cable TV in the United States, BT Sport in the UK, or... On the network. So we had Raw on Monday, which apparently was utter dog shit. And if you haven't seen it already, apparently, don't fucking bother. Riddle has birds I, now. People okay. bother with Raw? People bother? Well, bother. Not, not as many as uh, used to, let's put it that way. Um, both Hall of Fame ceremonies had aired on Tuesday. Um, TakeOver Part 1 aired um, yesterday as we're recording. We're recording this on Thursday. We are looking forward to night two as we speak. Uh, Friday is SmackDown and also the pre-show for WrestleMania because why the fuck should Shinsuke Nakamura or Bailey be on WrestleMania? And then obviously Saturday and Sunday are the big ones. WrestleMania night one and night two. Chris O'Brien, the Podmania are going to be live watching this year. Yes. Um, also, on top of that, there's the GCW Collective, which is arguably more interesting. You have Effie's Big Gay Brunch, um, which is like right up my alley. Um, you have Alley Cats. <laughs> we laugh. We, I meant to say pun <laughs> much, but then you started laughing anyway, so the joke wasn't needed. Um, <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Alley Cats Real Hot Girl Shit which has Alison Kay versus Jordan Grace, which is a tasty match. Um, you have the Acid Tournament, which is meant to be pretty good. And then Bloodsport, which if it's not in that fucking weird thing we did the last two Bloodsports in, I'm into because I want to see Josh Barnett versus Mockley. Mm. I want to see how that goes. Because Suzuki versus Barnett is very good. Also, Rocky Romero versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. is happening on that, and I just need to see what a fucking shoot match between Rocky Romero and fucking Chavo Guerrero is like. Like, what the fuck? Um, so, today, obviously, Garth is not here, but in the spirit of NXT TakeOver, we are going to be watching 
a retro NXT takeover. Now, just to save, save a little bit of time, I apologize. We will yeah, not be using. It's six years old. Retro is a very strong one. <laughs> um, we won't be using the pay-per-view generator just because, Jesus Christ, that takes a while. So we are instead going to be... Chris is going to give me some categories, and I am going to choose a takeover from those categories. So, so you're going to pick the category I've picked for takeover from said category. Oh, right. So I've literally got very, very little choice. Yes, but normally you leave it to a fucking randomizer, so quite frankly, you should be used to it. We also leave it up to a wheel. Quite frankly, you should be used to not having much agency in your fucking podcasts. Like, but disappointment's your fucking fault. Okay, all right then. So, the categories, please, Chris. So, we have the full sale error. Sure. We have the, I swear, guys, this is not a developmental brand error. (laughs) We have the Gargano error. And we have the Undisputed Era. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, right. It's between the Full Sail Era and I Swear We're Not a Developmental Brand Era. Um, would it, can, I, can I just tell you what I've seen from these years? So just to make sure that this is a takeover, I haven't already seen. Okay. Okay. Well, to be fair, that's not going to sway me either way. Okay, well, 2014, I've seen... Well, there's only three anyway, and I've seen the first one. And obviously, we saw the main event on this podcast not long ago of our evolution. So if it could not be that, that would be great. Uh, 15, I have seen Brooklyn, which again, we've reviewed for the site and the podcast, but otherwise and again we've seen the fatal four-way on rival so if it can avoid that that would be great um and then from 2016 i've only seen um nakamura versus zane i think oh no and um the tag match from toronto but yeah um i'm going to go with i swear we're not a developmental brand anymore Oh, this is fitting, because we're going to Mania Weekend oh. of, of 2016, back when, oh boy, oh boy, did I have passion. That went, that's gone, that's long gone. Um, <laughs> we're going to Dallas, Texas. Dallas, home of, Texas. Home of AT&T Arena, maybe. Um, some racists, it is Texas. Um... Also home to WrestleMania 32, which was dog shit. But you know what wasn't dog shit? This. I I have heard nothing but good things about this show, so I am buzzing to actually sit and watch this show. Two hours 15. Um, Some absolute bangers. Um, American Alpha vs. Revival, kick off the show, followed by Baron Corbin vs. recently deleted Twitter. Um, we have Sami Zayn versus Nakamura, which we both seen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey versus Asuka, which is interesting, and then Balor versus Joe, which it's, I have thoughts on. It's Balor versus Joe. It's Balor versus Joe. Hang on, is this Bloodgate? No, no. Oh, okay. What? Where uh, where they have to stop the match because Samoa Joe's got an upsie. No. Yes. Oh, is it? No. <laughs> I'm not telling you which one because I. Want... Great stuff. I want to be 
serious. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to just pause this podcast for a second, we'll give you the little cool sound effect and you will be able to load up your network or your Peacock, find NXT TakeOver Dallas 2016, and we will join you presently. And just like that, we are ready. So hopefully you have all got NXT TakeOver Dallas loaded on your network machine. And Chris, if you're ready, honey, let's get going. So in three, two, one, play. I I actually missed this opening quite a lot. I was going to ask which opening do you prefer? Oh, this one. I love this one. This, this is like represents the time I was actually able. I actually found illegal streaming around this time. Well, not around this time. Like around the time this opening was created. Right. So, um, I actually got to stay up and watch pay per view lives. It would ruin me for skill the next day. God, like you, I'd be you were still in school in I, 2016. 2016? No, 2016 actually would have been first year of college, but this um, this opening was the um, came in in like 2012 when I'd be like third year, fourth year, third year. So. Oh, it's really cool that they're going through the hit. Stan Hansen! It's really cool. Stan Hansen! <laughs> I like the fact they're going through the history of the Dallas, Texas um, wrestling scene. I do love that we just mark out Stan Hansen. Like, that's just what... That's just kind of our gimmick at this point. Oh, <laughs> God. Do you remember coming? when Nakamura was the fucking biggest thing coming into NXT? Yeah, it was so weird, wasn't it? Now he can't even get on the Mania card. To be fair, he's been dog shit for... When was the last time Nakamura had a good match? Even when he's been given the opportunity. Yeah, true. Those people, the people who think Nakamura put on banger after banger after banger clearly haven't watched New Japan Nakamura. He's someone who put on bangers in the right context. And then otherwise his charisma carried it. How bizarre that we are watching... This back in 2016, when oh, I forgot Aries debuted here. Um, how is it that we're watching this with Balor as champion? And tonight, as we record, uh, tomorrow by the time you hear this, um, he will have defended his title against Karrion Cross. Um, I, I think it's just a, I, I think it just shows that we didn't know what to do with the title when they lost it to Cross. But Balor's reign has been the first good reign since Champa. Um, who are they after Champa? Who are they after Champa? Um, Black? Did Black have it it before? It was Champa, Gargano, Cole. I'm thinking it was Cole. It was was just long, but it was very up and down, was Cole's. I think Cole's was better than Gargano's. Well, yeah, because Gargano's had one fucking defence. True. Which was Cole. (laughs) Uh, Yes. And then, like, the Gargano matches were good from Cole. In hindsight, I wouldn't... The, f- the second one was really good. The last one was bloated. I do like how, like, nowadays we have, like, big takeover sets. They just brought the fucking full sale set to Texas. I love the fact uh, that we had... Just look at the takeover... Sorry, just look at the tag team division in NXT. 
American Alpha, The Revival, um, DIY, Enzo and Cass. It was enormous. Uh, And yeah, tag team wrestling is fucking shit in WWE. Oh yeah, this is this was like a weird thing for WWE to have a good tag division. It happens like once every ten years, and it happens by complete accident, and it happens by basically neglect, and then they run with it for a little while. I can almost see the haze of aftershave coming off these two. Oh, Christ, I bet you they smell of different versions of links. What version of links do you think Corey Graves is into? Um, I bet he's a link. the new links arrogant. That's a thing. No, I, I, I once had the yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's FTR. <laughs> was this after? Yeah, this is after. I'm trying to remember what else happened. Because this is the first time I like properly had like um. This is the first time I remember taking part in like Mania weekend outside of Mania. Thirty two is a weird one because it's the one. Like, I've seen 30, 31, 33, 34, 35, 36, but I've never seen 32, and I don't know why. Well, because it's shit, that's why, but... I watched it live. Mania Uh, Live is what the whole thing's about, though, isn't it? We've watched the last, what? I know I've watched from 33 live. Um, I watched 28 live, I vaguely remember killed me at school the next day. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 28. The the two-match card. Yeah, um, 30 I couldn't watch. I thought I had school the next day, so we didn't watch it, and then it turned out it was a bank holiday. Greatest day of my life. Um, 31, I again, I couldn't because it's school. Because it was around exam time as well, so I couldn't afford to like lose a night. Um, 32, then I got to watch live because I was in college. And then everyone since I've watched live, yeah. Like it's, I watch it every year, and I'll never be hype. And like, of, oftentimes that hype will never, the lack of hype won't even be met. Okay, <laughs> oh, it was weird how eight over Gable got. Gable, 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 Jordan, Jordan, Yo. Jordan, Yo. Jordan, Yo. Jordan. <laughs> to a table at um, UK Takeover. Second. Remember when we did that for a table at oh, UK God, yeah. Takeover? Like, most chance of fucking madness. It's a revival of fucking pricks and it's great. Well, it... Who's a better revival member? Well... Which is a question they hate. I mean... I don't prefer either of them. I think they're both great. I just really like the fact that Dash is the one that knocked out that st- that person who came after Brett. Oh yeah, he was, wasn't he? It's it's just like, it's the sneakiness of knocking this guy the fuck out. It was great. Like I can't imagine what that guy that guy must have had like instant regret as oh, yeah. soon. That was lovely from Gable. That was fucking lovely. There's one thing you can say about Chad Gable. He's a, he's a smooth one, isn't he? I don't... It's something that I've never understood. Like, at least... Like, say say what you want about NXT 
tag teams being called up to the main roster and being basically dog shit. You know, basically every single team. American Alpha, but they've always had at least a run. American Alpha had, like, a really, really quiet run when they first went up in 2016, and then that was it. They were champs for a while, I'm pretty sure. They were champs for a bit. They were champs for a... They took... Did they take them off Slate? No. No, they took them off... (laughs) No, Wyatt and Orton took them off um, Slater and Rhino, and then American Alpha took them off Harper and Orton, I think. 2016 was fucking weird. (laughs) Well, 2016's uh, SmackDown tag division was American Alpha, The Ascension, The Usos... Uh, the Vord villains and Breezango. It's not exactly stellar, is it? But no. why break them up? I don't, I've don't. i never understood that. Why are you trying to find logic in WWE? I, I don't know why I'm trying to find logic like, in WWE. <laughs> you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Like, I can't even feel sorry for you here. No, nah, fair play. I'm currently trying to find Mania Weekend because I'm trying to remember what the fuck happened. <laughs> On 32? Yeah. Range. Other than like, no, I know, I know, like main mania. I'm just trying to find Ooh, like um, beautiful drop kick. Beautiful drop kick. Not a good drop kick. It's kind of a shame he got sort of saddled. He with, did. Uh, he did what he could with the child, the illegitimate child gimmick. Because it was very much a Vincent Man thing. Because he probably thought of, hey, we'll make the black guy cut Angle's son. <laughs> that, that would have been the whole fucking production meeting. Oh yeah, that's 100%. about as much went into it. Good and shit, man. I, Good shit. I don't know what happened. It happened on the same day that the G one started. No, it happened the night before actually, because I watched both the next morning. Was that twenty seven? Um, G one twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just is. Um, Christ. Can't fucking find it. I can't I believe find it was. Like, wasn't it Ryback versus Kalisto for the United States Championship? Oh, that was on the pre-show, and no one was there. It was awkward. There was also no. I know what happened in Mania. I'm trying to think of what like the other shows. Oh, on I Mania see weekend. what you mean. I see what you mean. No, there wasn't. There wasn't a bit of progress show in 2016. Um. Oh, did Impact versus? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Maybe it's 20. No, it's 2017. I experienced Mania weekend. I'm trying to work out this shit for no reason. Just going to close cage match. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to reopen cage match because if there's a little conversation, I can give you factoids about people's careers. <laughs> so, you weren't into NXT at this point. Um, I The first show I watched live was San Antonio. And I... I I only remember the main event because that's that was another was that Shinsuke Nakamura and Samoa Joe or was that Samoa Joe and Bobby Roode? Antonio, that would have been no, it wasn't. There was B Shinsuke and um, that was Rumble weekend, wasn't it? It was twenty seventeen. Then Rumble. that would then that would be um, that would be the yeah Joe versus not Joe um Bobby versus Shinsuke. That's right. Bobby I took the belt off him. Yeah, because I didn't watch that live because I had to go because I had a what culture show I was going to the next day, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Rude dropped it to Drew McIntyre at uh, Wait, Brooklyn Three. 
Don't try and do the accent. I understand that's coming from me, but just don't try and do the fucking accent. I thought it was a great accent. What are you on about? I fucking... I despise the fact that he came out in fucking Braveheart gear at Fastlane. I swear to God. If he comes out in a horse going, they'll take, you can take our lives, but you never take our freedom on fucking Sunday. I'm going to shit. I'll, like, it, I'll, I'll, I'll shit my pants out of fucking Listen to how over-American Alpha are. Well, to be fair, the crowd's probably drunk. True. Um, that's just um, career. Oh, that's interesting. Gable started wrestling in 2005 and then stopped in 2006 up until 2012. Other than that, there's no real promotions of no. I was half expecting to see that he wrestled in the Noki Genome because fucking <laughs> everyone had. He strikes me as someone who would have wrestled for Dragon Gate USA. Um, what? Because he's shot. I'm not going to say. Oh, blind tag. One thing I remember about Jason Jordan is it took him a long time to find his feet. He had like three different tag partners. Yeah, really random ones. Fucking hell. Destroyed. Yeah, Ty Dillinger. Which is a really weird one. Mm. They don't understand. Yeah, because they were a tag team on the first episode of... NXT that we watched ages and ages and ages ago on the podcast. Like episode 170-something. Oh, I'm pretty sure he was with Angelo Dawkins as well. It was a super fucking win. Other than that, his career started in FCW and then went to NXT. So, like, he's like pure performance center. And to be fair, I'm trying to think of people who are pure performance center. Um... Who um, got bigger than Jordan? Like Corbin? As in, like, uh, is he? Oh, well, he got bigger. I, he's I he's won singles titles, so he's he is inherently going to be bigger than Jordan. Oh, he was fucking US champ, wasn't he? He was US oh, champ. US, he won the Money in the Bank. He won the IC. Yeah. No, he hasn't won the IC. It's just US and Money. I thought he back. held the IC. No, I think that's just. It just sounds like something that would have happened, but. <laughs> He challenged for the IC at Mania 33, didn't he? Yeah. Um, that will be it. That's what we're thinking. Because um, Revival, they're not pure. Um, for example, I'm on um, Wilder's... Um, I'm on Wilder's page right now. And he was in, like, NWA. He was, like, an indie journeyman. Like, nowhere big. He just he had a match in Preston City Wrestling, though. Preston City Wrestling! What the fuck did he wrestle? He was in the PCW Cruiserweight title 6th grade with Noam Dar, Bubblegum, Dean Olmark, Joey Hayes, Martin Kirby, and Stephen Walters. That's amazing because he managed to get through a Brit Red 6th grade and none of them are abusers. Amazing. Incredible. Um, I can't believe he's wrestled the fucking Preston City Wrestling. What the fuck? Um, he's wrestled in Zero One. As um, old... I keep trying to, I keep almost calling him Cash Wheeler. Uh, he's wrestled for the Zero One International Junior Heavyweight Championship. There we go. My girlfriend was playing the new uh, Rag and Bone Man song and I got stuck in my head. Not a direction I was expecting Rag and Bone Man to go there. You mean the like, Bruce it, Springsteen parody? Yeah. I dig it. 
Double DDT. Table shine. Table shine is so fucking good. Because like that's like that like normally a spot like that would be completely fucking contrived, but that actually works. Also, but someone in the crowd with a mega power shirt. Okay. Oh. Oh, love it. Love it. That's, that's proper old school shit right there. But that's what I loved about the revival. They made me want to watch shit by like you know the brain busters and shit like that. Oh my god, that looked a bit oh, off. He... Don't get the pin. Um, oh, he's not the legal man. Justin, by the way, uh, the ratings for this, the last of the Wednesday Night Wars, um, he says, with massive inverted commas around it, um, AW 688,000, uh, over or under Chris for NXT? I'm going to guess over, because it's a takeover. Okay, what do you reckon? 700,000? 768. Oh, okay, that's not... That's exactly what we expect, because it's essentially a pay-per-view. Yeah. It was weird, though, because I watched it on the network, well, Rob's network, and um, they kept cutting away. But you know how, like, when you get the AEW fight feed, and when it cuts away, only the commentary cuts off for a second while we go to commercial, we, like, the whole, the actual um, feed from the match is still going on? Yeah. Um... The network, no, 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 no. Everything cuts out for like two seconds every time we cut to a break. God. Gable, oh, Christ, Gable, 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 Jordan, Jordan. Things about Jordan, he never like quite got natural as Gable. Like you saw that little stumble before that drop kick. But yeah. also, like, look at the fucking man. I was just going to say. You can say that, though. I will defend Jordan. In fairness, Gable has a lot of amateur background. Yeah. Does Jordan have the amateur background? Um, I assume he'll have, like, high school wrestling or something. I don't think he'll have... Because um, Gable was an Olympian. So I'm looking up at um, old Scott Dawson's. Um, he was in Ring of Honor for one match. Um, huh? as, hang on, I need to cross-reference. Um. Okay. Love okay. That none shit. of his names. None of his names. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to just click until I find which one he was. <laughs> oh, they're just so good, aren't they? The revival. They're just so they're just, fucking good. Yeah. Very, very tight. Okay. Here we go. Under Casey McKnight. Casey McKnight. What a fucking shit name. He was also in Zero One, was Scott Dawson. How indified does that does that name sound? What? O'Connor Rock. Casey He's also Casey Anderson. And Anderson is like, oh that was fucking One, smooth. Two. Fucking hell. He died from like the other end of the ring then, Gable. He's <laughs> like, no, gonna play no! that fucking slow <laughs> Oh, here we go. No. Ooh, that was smooth. Hello. One, <laughs> two. Oh. See, you're getting into it, and it's several years later. It's a fucking great match, this. It's a very good match. Also, Lucha Underground shirt. And... I should have picked the Lucha Underground for you to watch. Like, 
I want to do a podcast where I don't we don't review Lucha Underground. I just watch it with someone who's never seen it before. <laughs> like we Jesus, definitely have to buy it. Oh yeah. That was Also, like, how many fucking Bailey? This is like just before Bullet Club tops took over everywhere. Like mm. they were kind of more the underground. Like this is just before Bullet Club became like because it's actually like they grow in popularity throughout um twenty um throughout the year and then like explode after Omega Ricada. And then the Bullet Club fan was born, which is the worst kind of fan. <laughs> Like, have you ever had an interaction with someone with a Bullet Club avatar that wasn't frustrating? That's true. So many kickouts. So many kickouts. I thought this one fan whose um, profile picture was a fan picture of Tam Nakano's butt. And I'm like, who the fuck is retweeting? You see that and think, that's an an account I'm going to fucking retweet. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, lovely. Oh. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus, where'd he come from? <gasps> Grand Amplitude! Oh, Grand Amplitude! One, two, three! Grand Amplitude, the amplitude isn't the best finisher, but it works. It, no, it seems a bit unnecessary, but it is high impact and I do like it, so... Did you see the guy holding up the ECW shirt? This is fucking 96, mate. <laughs> that was bloody great. That, that held up. I haven't watched it since it aired. And that was a nice little tag opener. It was. I'd give it four stars on the nose. I, I would also give it four stars. Um, Here's the thing, though. Um, I'm looking at the card now. This is definitely a proto takeover. Like a proto, like this is the first of like the modern. Yeah, I say they've abandoned it because you know NXT hacks. But um, hot tag opener, um, small singles match afterwards, maybe debuting someone. Big singles match in the middle of the card. A women's match expected to follow it. Despite the fact, how the fuck do you follow it? And then NXT title in the main event. To be fair, this this was the. You're never going to follow Nakamura versus Sami Zayn ever, but they had two women who were very, very, very capable of it in Bailey and Asuka. Yeah. Also, Asuka's older than them. I like she's not old, but I keep thinking she's like thirty, but she's thirty nine. I was just going to say she's close to forty. Yeah. Um. Remember when she like started saving Yushira? Is that Rangers top in the crowd? Fuck you, pal. <laughs> no, it's Everton. No, it's Everton. I don't care about English football. I don't care about football. I just care. I just don't like Rangers fans. Why? Hey, it's JR! Because <laughs> um, Rangers fans tend to be the people who are hanging. Who Union the fuck Jack is outside. Michelle Beadle? Oh my god, it's um... Ibushi! <laughs> yeah, when they this thought he was the... going to sign, and then just the didn't. Ed- because we have the Cruiserweight Classic later that year. Um, also, I recognise the girl with the red hair from somewhere, but I don't know where. Is she a YouTuber? She seems like a YouTuber. I love the fact that <laughs> Ibushi clearly has no idea where the fuck he is. 
You know what I like is that the chairs in WWE have clearly gotten less and less comfortable with budget cuts. Because mm-hmm. those are lovely looking fucking chairs. <laughs> fucking standing up now, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they standing up on the... Uh, you just reminded me that Beth Phoenix is still on commentary, which is a shame. Oh, download first. Oh, to fast. Did I go to this download? 2017? Or was this, 2000, this 2016? Yes, I did. Oh, who? How, how was it? Tremendous. It was Aerosmith. Oh, that would be good. I it like was. Aerosmith. They were fantastic. Again, everyone makes it. Aerosmith is just one of those bands that everyone likes. Like like the Foo Fighters. No one dislikes the Foo Fighters. Actually, a lot of people dislike the Foo Fighters, but not as people. Dave Grohl's lovely. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm not... Because I live in a fucking small town, every time I see a city, I'm like, everything's so big. Because I haven't yeah. been in a city in fucking six months. Oh, hi, Bailey. It's just Bailey, though. I love Bailey. Uh, are you still mad about her not being a Mania cat? Yes, I, I can earn. Um, she was a good but problem is they didn't they waited <laughs> too long to turn her here. <laughs> I love the fact that you've got Bailey signing shit and then you've got Asuka actually training. Oh so um on NXT TV before this, um like when Asuka first came in, um Emma and Dana Brooke kept cutting her off. So re so they announced the match between Emma and um Asuka at Lon- in London. But on the build-up, do you know how um, they scared the Jesus out of Emma and Dana Brooke? Wow. They showed a pic. They just showed a video of Asuka kicking. Huh. But it wasn't on screen. They just showed a, lap- a laptop screen, a, a laptop facing towards them, and like fake kicking sounds. <laughs> oh, this is a weird one. But this was a weird build to get here. So basically. Um, Baron kicked out, so these two were technically still number one contender. Also, bold head Sammy. Weird time in everyone's life. Um, and then Joe and Sami Zayn faced to a sixty-minute draw. Oh my god! Um, which was actually a pretty good match because they didn't happen in NXT. Like matches didn't go that long in NXT at this point. This was a fucking stacked roster at this point. Like, oh, not God, overly yes. stacked like it is now. This is the perfect size. This is just before it became bloated. Also, Aries are we, was are we great. Be I just a- wish he wasn't a cunt. I was about to say, are we going to be able to get through an Aries match of going, he's great, I wish he wasn't a cunt? Because quite frankly, Rob, you're a Will Ospreay fan. So. Um, I like his in-ring work. I can't deny that he is probably a bellend in real life, but... Probably he 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 bullied the victim on uh, openly, so yeah, probably he's kind of not in the vocabulary there. But also, yeah, Aries is a twat no. Eye for an eye. How is that an eye for an eye? Also, that is another um, terrible because, tattoo. Um, because what's well, Because Corbin took away. Um, got his shot taken away, so Corbin took away their big signing. What Corbin theme do you like better? Not this one. See, I like I like this one. I think it's more imposing. I like the I like the um, 
I'll drag you under. See, it's this battle like where he's like wash it. It's a Seamus thing, basically. <laughs> yes, I do get them with the mohawk. Yeah. Him versus Riddle should be good at Mania this year. Say that again? Him versus Riddle should be good this year. Yeah. Yeah. But that's good. I, I haven't seen Corbin wrestle since. Did he wrestle it last year? He did. So I, I haven't meant, seen I Corbin. Meant Sheamus. I meant Seamus versus uh, Riddle. Riddle. Oh, okay. I thought you were just talking about Corbin. So, like, no, Corbin's no, not. Like I don't think Corbin's something. on the card either night. Oh. I'm proud of him. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Look, the washed in white thing, that's kind of cool. You remember his fucking shtick from before where he's taken out, out outsiders? That's a good, that's a good solid WWE, um, smarky WWE brand gimmick. Yeah. And like, he didn't wrestle above his state. He's clearly balding. <laughs> this is an underrated theme, by the way. This it was. a great theme. It's so grand. It's like fucking descending from the heavens. You got to think about which grand is like themes, perfect. haven't you? Yeah, well, well, yeah, like Kaokimi is in Noah, which sounds like a fucking ending theme to an anime. Um, but yeah, I just love themes that sound massive. Like that's why I like a card. Do you remember when they gave uh, Ares that fucking cape? <laughs> to be fair, he all he used to always wear a cape. I don't think that was WWE's decision. That was just fucking dog shit. That was. Ares is like a. Would I put my world title on him? No, but he's a solid fucking mid card champion. Yeah, definitely. Like, he's an incredible. Like, we talked about him. Like, we only had one Ares match, which is surprising because he makes up the bulk of TNA's case to being a good promotion and gaffs the TNA mark. So. One, but... What it's weird with Ares is, though, like. After this match, he faced Nakamura. Ended up, oh no, it was Kenter. He ended up facing, wasn't he? And got his face mutilated. Um, and then, yeah, and then he, he didn't wrestle and, in NXT again. No, he got injured. Yeah, he got injured, but then went straight to two hundred five in the main roster. So, um, like, talk about paying your dues in NXT. I think he was in there for what two months. I don't think people. To be fair, though, like AJ completely skipped NXT, which no one expected to happen. I don't think you can compare AJ Styles and Austin Aries. AJ is definitely a bigger draw. Oh, 100%. Especially at I've this left. point. 2016. Um, oh, yeah, he was on fire. Like, coming in, like, because he just had that match with Nakamura, and he was IWGP champion the year before, and Ring of Honor was, like, the hottest it's been in... Um, it's, I, like, how... People, it's easy for people to forget how hot Ring of Honor was at this point. He was literally on top of the world wherever he went. And he was the hottest free agent coming out of Wrestle Kingdom 10. You say free agent, but there was never really any doubt that he was going to WWE. Oh, he was 100. Was yeah, because it was, it was like, announced oh, pretty much straight away. He was announced the day of, wasn't it? Wrestle Kingdom there was 10. There was a week. Ooh, fucking hell. Oh, what's he thinking here? Oh, oh, oh. Just a double axe handle. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> I thought we were going to get something grand. Ares is built up through... Uh, matches are built up through escalation. So he doesn't actually do a lot special. Daniel Bryan actually... Um, 
singled him out for this, where it was like, um, he can make you care about a headlock, which he can. Like, if you watch any of his long matches, he's great at making small things matter. Mm. Like, he's a fantastic, fantastic wrestler. Like, very clearly, he puts a lot of thought into his wrestling. Yeah, but definitely. You know, you know what he's like? If, he, if I was to use a real sports term, he's a Fernando Alonso. Where every any team would be completely happy to have him if he could not be a cunt for two minutes. <laughs> I just want you to not be a cunt just for a minute. So um, I looked up Baron Corbin's career. I, I, I knew he'd only ever wrestled in WWE, so I got what I expected. But I've looked up Harry's career. Um, oh, he's wrestled everywhere, uh, hasn't he? Oh, fucking absolutely everywhere. There's um, Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate USA or Dragon Gate? Actual Dragon Gate. Actual Dragon Gate. I was just going to ask, where else has he wrestled in Japan? Just Dragon Gate? I think it might be just Dragon Gate. Like, just glancing at this. I can't see anywhere else. Um, He'd have wrestled... I'm surprised he hasn't wrestled um, for New Japan while TNA was with him. Or, like, Noah when Ring of Honor was with him. That's a weird one, isn't it? It was, what, between... Wrestle Kingdom 2 and Wrestle Kingdom 5. Definitely in TNA for that. He was definitely in TNA. Maybe he was injured. I was in Ring of Honor for their Noah partnership. So, who knows? Then again, a lot of PWD guys got picked up for Dragon Gate for, like, obvious reasons. Obvious reasons, yeah. Um, He's worked WXW. Um... Ooh, Jesus. Chikara? He's worked Chikara. What the fuck? Chikara. He's worked Kingdom. Um, he's not someone I'd see standing out in Chikara. Um, I say that I have very. He wrestled for Lucha. Oh no, he has. Yeah, I, I was about to say he's wrestled for Lucha, but that happens at least once a podcast. He wrestled for Impact slash slash the Lucha Underground, the show where um, Del Rio finally got fired. Wasn't that where they put the belt on Pentagon? Uh, no, 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 that was the pay-per-view afterwards. Ah, uh, yeah. Penta also won the same triple threat. It was Phoenix, Ares, and Penta. See, there's not a lot to say about this, because Ares' match is based on escalation, but also Corbin is a very good idea. Oh, well, well he, he's wrestled for Wrestle 1. Oh, okay. As old. But not an, as a TNA slash Wrestle 1 show. Um, which also had come on, um, Abyss versus Yoshihiro Takayama, <laughs> Masako Fingaki versus Bobby Roode, Muto, Rob Terry, and Toa K versus <laughs> Kono, Rene Dupree, and Samoa Joe, um, Magnus versus Kai, oh god, Sonata versus Austin Aries. Um, Gail Kim versus Madison Kane because Wrestle 1 didn't have women at the time, I suppose. Biden Fluence versus Koji Kanemoto and Minero Tanaka. This is a weird, it's a long show as well. It's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 matches. The TNA Tag Tales were online. Um, the Bromans versus the Wolves versus um, Kaz Hirachi and Gigi Kondo. Okay, that's enough Wrestle 1 for today. Uh, <laughs> He's also wrestled in our old friend's PCW. 
I've been mesmerised for the last minute, minute and a half by Baron Corbin's belly button. It's a weird one. It's like Seamus's nipples. It is like Seamus's nipples. And like, Why, Baron? I, I don't. I don't want to body shame people because, like, if I took my clothes off, I'd look like a drop <laughs> lasagna. I'd look like a drop lasagna. But yeah, the belly button's weird, isn't it? It's, not, it's like it looks like a sad face with his nipples. It looks like a really sad face. Like, it looks like his belly button had a botched facelift. <laughs> it does. It is. It's. It's not a good look for Baron. No. Sit down, pig boy. I don't even know who he's talking to. Pig boy, he's going to be some fat guy in front row. But the best fat guy joke in front row was CM Punk was coming out cutting a promo right after um, Paul Heyman screwed him over, and some fat guy was heckling at him, and he's like, "Get the fu- get the ring, fat, so we'll see how I'll hold you." <laughs> and this is live on Raw because this is like 2013 Punk who stopped giving a fuck. You know the Punk we saw at um, TLC where he ran out of a match because he had a plane ticket. He had a wedding. Yeah, he had, they didn't make the wedding. I forgot to say that. They never made the wedding. They just made the end of the reception. Oh, I completely forgot that for a while, often now he was defiant world champion. Yeah, it was his belt he collector beat, thing, wasn't it? Yeah, he beat Marty Skrull, Austin Aries, and Gabriel Kidd. Um, what else did he do? 2018. He didn't appear for Defiant in 20... Oh, here we go, 2018. Um, he lost it to Rampage. That's not a bad person to lose it to. Because they were in that weird... Um, that weird feud with IPW. It was like mm. the... And this is a time in Brit Res where basically the two things that mattered were ICW and Progress and maybe Repro. So it was like the battle of the promotions, but nobody's watching. <laughs> Look how sparkly Austin Aries' back is because of his sparkly, sparkly tights. Yeah, it's it's a very Austin star, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not going to lie. You hate more of the tights. Because he went to the like, regular tights when he became a cruiserweight, didn't he? I say he became a cruiserweight. He's always been a cruiserweight. Look at the size of him. He couldn't be anything else. <laughs> That's probably why he never went to like New Japan or All Japan or something because they make him a junior. So he's done a suicide dive through the bottom rope. He's always done that because of a heat-seeking missile. Ah. We need to get you some. The thing is, I, I want to make you watch more Aries match, but I also can't be bothered with the continuous conversation of yes, we all know Ooh. he's cut. Six. I think about Baron Corbin. He has very good moves. Mm, he has impactful moves and two great finishes. Well, the deep six isn't a finisher. He's finished people with the deep six. Has he? Would be yeah. jobbers. No, but especially recently, it seems to be more of a finish than under days. <laughs> Probably because people are looking at it and going, I'm not fucking taking back. You know what it's like? It's like fucking Farouk's um, Dominator. That's all because... Like- he- Oh my god, it was the sloppiest thing. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck where you landed, did he? No, not in the slightest. Like, he cared about where you landed in the same way that, um, I'm, I'm not going to make a political joke. 
Um, he's only had one match in 2021, has Aries, with Global Syndicate Wrestling, even though MOW is not touching him. Um, well, because last time, legitimately the last match I saw of Aries, because I used to watch MOWs, and I, but I stopped before he signed. So the last match I'd have seen of Aries is that one with Johnny Impact. Which was a good match <laughs> until uh, until Aries sh- uh, decided to go into business for himself. Yeah, and it's not even business for himself because he just looks like a bitch. Like that's not really business for yourself. He also wrestled two matches in Ring of Honor for tw- in 2018 against. He beat Kenny King because of course he did, but Silas Young beat him by DQ. He just wasn't losing, was he? What the fuck? I completely forgot he turned up in Ring of Honor in 2018. Oh, one, two. Oh. There you go. Roll up. Death by roll up. Baron Corbin, susceptible to roll up, as always. Anyway, I'm going to take this quick opportunity to take a peek. Keep the people entertained. I will keep the people entertained. Um, so, um, as is usually the case when Chris is, uh, Chris is gone, it's... Obviously, it's my time to say things. Um, nothing's coming to mind, though. Um, I am re- There's a lot of backney on our scenarios as well. Like, a lot of it. And I'm sure the tattoo has a lot of resonancy with him. But it's a shit tattoo. It's like Seth Rollins' weird spine tattoo. That's also absolutely dog shit. Uh, despite this being quite a boring match, the end of days into a roll-up, I suppose, was quite a nice move. I've just never bought Baron Corbin, even when he was squashing jobbers. I've just never really liked him, ever, really. However, for those listening, good news... It's Nakamura versus Zayn next. Which you will hear Chris say at least twice that it's his favourite NXT match of all time. Guarantee at least what? once. Neville versus Sami Zayn. Say it, Chris, go on. Neville versus Sami Zayn. It is the best NXT match ever. Told you. <laughs> Cause it had, no, because it had months of building out. It's not just, oh, it's cool work rate, which is why I like... Gagano versus Almas. Great match, don't get me wrong. Morgan Classic. Oh, Flow Rider. <laughs> my, <laughs> nan call it, my nan used to call, it, call him Florida. Florida. Because we love Flow Rider at this point. Because he was just big enough for a, a stadium full of people to go, oh, I know who, who he is. But not big enough to cost him a million pounds. Oh yeah, the rock's the host, isn't he? Which is lo- that fucking thing was longer than anything else on the card. It was so weird. Who the fuck are these people? Well, we're about to we have tattoos on their face. So yellow, you know rock. Yellow. Fiddle me this. Fiddle me this. Fucking. I bet one of them. Is, I bet one of them is not. Like that, that. With that name, one of them's a fucking not. Here he is. Oh, Finn Balor. He's a beautiful man. Especially now, because it seems like he'd, like, hurt you. I'm into that. (laughs) 
What, what is your loud? opinion on Corey Graves' bow tie? I'm not thinking about the little fucking brooch he's wearing. <laughs> the, weird, the weird grandma <laughs> brooch he's got going like, on. I wouldn't mind if he was wearing a brooch, but it doesn't go the rest. Like, none of his outfit matches. His hair is shit I'm as well. Saying that. Yeah, and you have no, like, fashion sense whatsoever. No offense. I, I mean, I have fashion sense. Like, I know jeans go Listen fine. Listen to that everything. reaction! I mean, look at that. That's just for the video package. The video package hasn't even happened. This is just for match cut. Such a good match. It's such a good fucking match. We're going to get to see it again, boy. So excited. Have you ever noticed how much um, Sami Zayn's beard looks like El Generico's beard? Yeah, but I'm sure that's just it. I'm sure that's just it. You can have the same beard. Coincidence. Have I ever told you about um, the ribs Tyson Kidd pulled with Sami Zayn's hat? You did, yes. Ironically, last time we had Sami Zayn on this podcast. Ah, well, because it's an amazing rip. Oh, what would you give uh, Ares versus Corbin, by the way? Two and a half, it was fine. Yeah, it was pretty dull, wasn't it? Considering it only went ten minutes, it felt like it went fucking age. Yeah, it felt like a fucking 70s house show match. I like how this is like a reward for him. Like, I understand, like, in kayfabe, it's like, you're giving me the best competition I can have. And that's because this is the last NXT match, and what a way to go out. But, um, by the way, I fucking hated. But, like, NXT was my main thing at this point. Like, NXT, I didn't have New Japan World at this point, so I'd only get, like, the big stuff from New Japan. Mm. Um, oh, Repro. <laughs> I love that they can't get New Japan footage. So they've got to get Red Pro footage. I'm, I'm surprised Red Pro didn't get heat. Um, oh, it's Marty Skill. Oh, fuck. Black Sabre Jr. Oh, I Ruddy Strong. Uh, anyway, I'm getting distracted by random names in Red Pro. Um, well, so it'd be basically NXT, Ring of Honor, and maybe had I stopped with Impact at this point. So NXT was my main thing, base, is what I'm trying to say. And oh, my God. Uh, trying to avoid fucking taping spoilers was fucking worse. <laughs> nobody, nobody respected the fact that it wasn't airing for fucking a month. I think that's why NXT was is better. NXT is much better taped than it is live. Yeah, because when it's taped, you actually have to sit down and plan six weeks of story. It's what I think it's one of the reasons why Ring of Honor is working right now because like Impact still go live, don't they? So like the only yes. one who's really doing no, tape. No, no, I, I know no, no, not at all. AW's no. taped, don't they? Impact are taped. Yeah, AW's also taped. And like oh. I think that's why Hey yo. <laughs> I generally thought X Pac was Scott Hall for a second. No, because Scott Hall's there. What the fuck? <laughs> fucking love Scott Hall. I'm sorry. He's just so fucking cool. I don't care. No, he doesn't. He's just but I loved him in WCW as well. I fucking loved him. Oh, he just turned up on my fucking two thousand project and he's very clearly fucking out of it. Oh uh, well. I think to be fair, he was in a rough he was in a rough time in his life, wasn't he then? He was in a rough time in his life for the per- first like fifty years of <laughs> Yeah. Then DDP Yoga. Remember when he took a bump at WrestleMania thirty one? That was weird. Yeah, when they decided to shoehorn the NWO into a match where they had no right being. I think it's former Wolfpack. By the way, how he certainly he didn't. Say... He certainly didn't side with Hogan. 
Um, right. How fucking I'm good is Sammy Zane Skywalk? I am going to have to ask you. We need to be quiet for Nakamura's first entrance in NXT, Chris. I want to soak I mean, it in. fine, man. Answer my question about Sammy Zane Skywalk. Is a hard walk to do. He's a proper rude boy. It is a good. It is a good walk, to be fair. Oh, he knows it's his last match as well. Poor Sammy. <laughs> he would never be treated properly again. What do you say that? First year and first half of his time on the main roster was against Owens. For no titles. IC title. IC title wasn't was in the picture. Yeah, but he's never won one. Is what I mean. Oh no, he hasn't. No. Oh no, he has. But no, he has. He's he's won the IC title now, hasn't right. he? Right. <laughs> Hang on. Shh. Hang on. Shh. Listen. Just fucking listen to it. Oh my god. Sammy knows how good this is going to be. <laughs> He's a fucking rock star. Did it do do? Did it do do This video package is fucking perfect and all. Oh god. Just listen oh, to it. Out. Just listen to it. I know he's had some fucking amazing entrances, right? But enough, like no entrance of Nakamura's has been as cool as that silhouette right there. Oh my god, he's just—he has such a presence. Also, fucking belter of a theme as well. Yeah, but problem is, I think it got overplayed. Everyone was playing it. Yeah. So, so like you kind of just get to the point of never want it. It's like one of those. Like sometimes, because you know how sometimes you like listen to Wonder Woman. And it's like this is actually a really good song. I just never want to fucking hear it again. So, when you say entrances, do you mean in WWE or ever? Oh, in WWE. I was just going to say Wrestle Kingdom Eight. Jesus, Wrestle King. When's the what? Oh, fucking man. Um, was Wrestle Kingdom Nine the crown? No, that was eight. Yes, I agree. Then eight was fantastic. I think I was eight. Don't actually. Okay, no, I think the crown that. was nine. Um, but oh my god, because well, I'm not annoyed that Nakamura is slowed down because that's why he went to to WWE to begin with. I'm annoyed that he doesn't have his charisma because part of it is WWE's production because WWE's production takes away so much. Like, I don't think people appreciate how much you lose within, like, WWE's gaudy nature. Mm. And that's why NXT was good at the time, because Vince didn't fucking touch it. <laughs> Are you bothered at the fact that he uh, was handed his first main roster loss by Jinder Mahal? <laughs> <laughs> Are you upset the fact that WWE spaffed AJ versus Shinsuke up the wall with a dick kick? Here's the thing. The first AJ versus Nakamura match has no real excuse in WWE. It just kind of was boring. The gender thing. Here's the thing about the gender thing. It happened at SummerSlam, didn't it? And I went went to a Ring of Honor show. The first Ring of Honor show. One of the best nights of wrestling I've ever been to. Um, Afterwards, they were showing SummerSlam. 
at Opium. And I'd missed the last train, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll go watch SummerSlam. Get drunk and watch SummerSlam. Ran into an old mate from school, we got drunk, it was great. And I, I was so mad. I was shouting, at the fu- I was drunk. Like, I must have been like 10 v- vodka coats down. I was fucking tanning them. I was absolutely tanning these vodka coats. And I, I was shouting so fucking hard at the screen. I was so mad. And it's just so mad. I, I was so mad to the point where I can't say in good faith that I didn't shout profa- um, racial profanities. <laughs> That's how fucking drunk I was. Like, it's not a part of me I'm proud of. Fucking but it's a part of me it? and a part of reconcile. Fucking disgrace. Um, I do want to read some of these two because Twitter is an absolute godsend for some things. Um, so this is this is something I've just found. Finally, back in business is a bit of a shit tagline for this year's Mania. So here are my alternatives. Are you ready for these, Chris? Okay. WrestleManias. Try and forget about the build. The matches will probably be fine. <laughs> WrestleMania. Will these two be able to coexist? WrestleMania. <laughs> Boring rest hold merchant versus lobster clown. And then finally, <laughs> this one's my favourite. <laughs> WrestleMania. We think you are stupid and we hate you. <laughs> That's tremendous. I love that. Did I, did I t- show you the weird screenshot I found where fucking, you know who Charlie Evans is? Yes. The rest of the complex. Um, she even retweeted it or liked it and I wound up on my news feed um, would you like to hear it? go for Since it um, yeah I should be cream pieing someone while Wrestlemania plays in the background but you know what instead I'm praying this weekend praying that in August I'll be cream pieing someone while SummerSlam plays in the background <laughs> Let's ch- um, let the church say amen wow I know that's a, that, that fucking tweet is a trip isn't it? Jesus Christ because <laughs> it's one of those ones where I scream caps it, but I don't, I can't send it to anyone. Just like I talk to like other than you and Garth, because where we mostly just talk shit about wrestling. I talk to maybe three people on a daily basis. None of them are wrestling fans, and none. Of, oh, that was fun. I'm babyface Sami Zayn is so. I understand that people like heal Sami Zayn, but here's the thing: I don't give a fuck. I've seen what WWE people like. Yeah. Trying to tell me that Kushida versus Gargano's match of the year. I'm still not over that. It wasn't good. Because this is like this energy in NXT right now, what you're seeing right now, this is all fucking natural. This isn't them trying to manufacture. Yeah. Yeah. Energy. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you 100%. Like, These were people that gave a shit about this company, that lived and died on the career of Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't, and then you have today where people are shouting. Like there's a, obviously a famous um, chant later in this match. I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it. But um, and now that's just become like this is awesome. It's just become like you deserve it. You know what mm. I mean? Like it means nothing now. Where it meant so much on this night. Also, I like how we didn't do technical wrestling to start. Like in, as in like properly like chain wrestling, mm. like we're doing like proper like pro wrestling shit because we're like, yep, that's not gonna that's not gonna go over with this audience because they knew their audience. Remember when fucking NXT knew their audience? It was 
It was a weird time in WWE history. I'm not going to lie. Can but we just also, appreciate... it was all just setting up. Appreciate. Can we just appreciate that this match is 100% called in the ring? Is it? I keep... I keep... The thing is, you've told me this before, and many people have told me this before, and I'm surprised every time because it look because everything's so nat. Because like, here's the thing: the only other person I know who really calls everything in the ring is Dan Hansen. <laughs> and... Calls everything in the ring, does he, or does he just throw lariats and you have to move? Uh, yeah, it's not exactly calling more than it is you're in a fight. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like. And that, because this looks choreographed. Um, at least the stuff later in the match looks choreographed. Because like these two would have never faced before. I think I'm gonna fact check. Yeah, but so that. apparently Shinsuke didn't arrive until like a day or so before. Oh Christ, he must be jet lagged jet like to fuck. So add that on top of it. It just oh. I think what's helped him, this match is aura is the fact that these two haven't had a singles match since. As good as this? No, they just haven't had a singles match since. Oh, I see. Oh, against each other. I see what you mean. Um, yeah. No, they've, had, they've each had singles matches. I thought you meant a singles match as good as this one since. No, they've just never had one against each other since. Oh, the only times they've faced have ever been in tag teams or elimination chamber. Mental. I guess technically the Rumble, but cage match doesn't tell you about the Rumble. So. <laughs> Here's the thing. Wrestling in leather pants must be hell. Yes. Yeah, 100%. It'd be like that episode of Friends. In Dallas as well. Fucking hell. Oh, Christ. Here's the thing. I, I can't take anything over 20, quite frankly. If it goes over 20 degrees, I'm just dead. Well, aren't you technically ginger as well? No, I'm not technically ginger. I mean, there is definite ginger hue in your beard. Uh, my beard? Yeah, that doesn't make me ginger. He's ginger. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Surely that hurt Nakamura more. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, Nakamura hasn't had a singles match this good since. And it's it's um, almost five years later. That's so fucking sad. Yeah, I can't even dispute that. Um, to be fair, neither has Zayn had a better singles match since. Maybe Owens at Battleground. Owens at Battleground Maybe. 2016 was... Um, Fucking great! Do I that's... don't know. I, I don't know if it's as good as this. It, it's different. Oh yeah, because they're different. This is basically just this is like not obviously not this isn't as good as that. But like it's Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kibashi. Heat. Mm. Whereas, like, you're just happy to see these two face each other. <sighs> Whereas, you know, Owens versus Zayn had literally been going on for a year and a half at that point, so... Maybe even two years. It was a long fucking time. There is a really, really prominent Sami Zayn handprint on um, on Shinsuke's chest. See you if know you can spot weird. it next, next time we get yeah. zoomed in. 
it's massive. <laughs> You're looking for it, aren't you? Wait, <laughs> I tweet. Oh, fucking lovely. I like how I'm saying this. Like, match half a million times. Like, this isn't one of the top 10 NXT matches ever. That's fucking nonsense. That is fucking nonsense. What nonsense? Oh my god, he overshot it by a mile. Jesus. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm shocked because this is the third time I've seen this match. The thing is with Sammy is he's another one where he doesn't have a lot of his moves aren't mad. By by today's standards, I should stress. Everyone does a tope, although not many people do it as fucking cleanly as he does. Um, But then when he's wrestling a crossbody, it's a big move. Hmm. Like his 1989. The the tope over the top. Mm-hmm. Omega does it beautifully. Yeah, he does. He do, it, it, it is flawless when Omega does it. Ballard is a really good one. Ballard does a really good one, yeah, no agreed. Um Sire, no. Um <laughs> When she when she does it, it when she like connects properly, it works. Yeah, when it's she... just when she uh, when she undershoots it. Really breaks her own neck. Have I seen night one? Night one? No, not yet. Um, I know the results. Oh my god! Mission Oku Driver! So I take it at this point you've heard the hype around Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. I I don't know if it's hype. I've heard it's a good match. It wasn't match of the night, but... Absolute fucking carry job. Yeah, are you surprised? (laughs) No, but like... I don't know, Garf seems to think Raquel Gonzalez is a good wrestling, which I understand because he doesn't really watch wrestling. But um It's it's an it's a note of intent from NXT, to be fair, to put the belt on her. I think it's a massive vote of confidence for it to be her to get the championship yeah, off she, um off here. She's looked very good in multi-mans with significantly more talented wrestlers. Dakota weird, Kai, for example. Yeah, well here's the thing. Um, with Shirai, this is the hardest she's worked since I want to say the Sasha Banks match. Like she didn't, like she. Well, she, I say that she worked really hard with, in the Candice LeRae match. The ending just spoiled it, but she didn't work all that hard in the Takotai match. She worked her fucking ass off here to make Raquel look good. Christ, remember when big forearm exchanges meant something? Fucking hit each other. Do it again. Yeah, you know it's a you know a match is good when it's built to the point where doing this shit is a massive deal. It's like how in Walter versus Bate they just started boxing. Oh, he's, is Nakamura split open? Nakamura's nose is bleeding. Yeah. I I can't trust it. like Nakamura. He's just like a mix of. All the most flamboyant, flamboyant is even the wrong word. Like, like Michael Jackson, Prince, that era. Mm. Like the massive stage shows, but also he has hammer, hammers for knees. I just don't understand how he wasn't a big thing on the main roster. I do not understand it. Like there are because some that you don't... you know that you just there's a fairy tale you want them to be big on the main roster, but these two, in particular. 
because Sami Zayn should have been the heir apparent to Daniel Bryan. He simply he he had to have been. An heir apparent when Daniel Bryan's still about. No, but Daniel Bryan wasn't about at the time. Daniel Bryan didn't come back till 2018. Oh, Bryan was retired at this point. Exactly. You could have easily done that. And then you've got Nakamura, one of the biggest names in wrestling. And you did a racism angle with him. You did a racism angle with him. And it's like, oh, for God's sake, why? Like, if it's the whole, uh, he doesn't speak English, then fine, give him a translator. Who gives a fuck? Brock doesn't fucking talk. You've given him Heyman. Yeah, because when Brock talks, he sounds like a little bitch. Yeah, tell him to his face, mate. (laughs) Oh! He sounds like a bitch. You know who is a bitch? Finn Balor. Fight him, Gaff. (laughs) What do you... What do you think of Sami Zayn's like current look? Um, Have you seen Have you seen him dancing in the latest episode of SmackDown? Ridiculous scene! Ridiculous scene! I I, I only can see. There are only two ways I can see SmackDown: gifts on Twitter and Daniel Bryan matches. Honestly, I think that dance might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. And remember when he dances to Mojo Tree? Yes. I used to love when he danced to Kevin Owens when they came out together. What, coming out like fucking Nelson and Martin? <laughs> yeah. and the I fucking love that Nelson. shit. <laughs> Take notes, Undertaker. Was Undertaker wrestling at 32? Can't remember. Yes, Shane. Shane! Yes, that was weird. <laughs> the 30-minute match with one spot. It's a good spot. It was a good spot, but the did, whole the whole premise was it. that I want yeah, yeah, the whole premise of the match was if Shane wins, he gets Raw, and he didn't win, and still ended up with SmackDown. So it's like, what the fuck was the point then? Not not as big a ratings. Mm. Do you think Sami Zayn like Sami Zayn probably shoot like Scar, doesn't he? Which is a bit disgusting. I can only think he doesn't use this at all now, does he? The Koji clutch. No, she's the Koji clutch. I'm trying to think. I don't because I I don't watch main roster, so I legitimately don't have to think. Submissions just look better with blood. Safe. Like we just object- no, we just objectively do though. Are you basing that on this and the Stone Cold versus Brett match and other matches? Because don't if you are simply recall. basing it on those two matches, I agree with you. Just on those two matches. Imagine going around. Imagine going around and be I'm a hugger shirt. I would like. I'm not being funny. If a grown, if a grown up was wearing an I'm a hugger shirt, I would not let them near my kids. Huh. See, here we go. This was actually like a fucking organic moment, and then it's been mass produced and fucking sterilized. 
because WWE that's can't a word for, like, do anything the... without overbooking it. That's funny. New Japan's going the same. And you can't argue with me on that one. Everything you, New Japan does now is them trying Japan. to reclaim their glory days. You just hate uh, New Japan. I just hate New Japan. Aren't, name one fucking criticism I have of New Japan. Every time I mention, I sit down and tell you my criticisms of New Japan, you can't argue with me because you know I'm right. No, I don't. I just can't be asked because you get overly aggressive about it. Last time I, put, I did a fucking list, you were like, I can't argue, to be fair. And you were right. Exploder! Like, Name one criticism of New Japan I have that's fucking not The fact fair that you New hate Japan. every decent match just because it goes a smidge long. I didn't hate. I don't hate those matches. They're only Blue matches Thunder of the fucking bomb. year. One, two, three. Oh. I don't know why I'm counting because so I know he doesn't win. If you think Fast Stars is a bad match, you kind of need to reevaluate you your star system. Shingo versus Tanahashi, in my opinion, for, you got for, completely for, wrong. Four and a quarter stars. That's a great score. That's the same as Akiyama versus Higuchi. That's the same as um, Best Friends versus Yoshiko and um, Nene. But it's, was it? Yeah. Four and a quarter is a great score. Same as B versus Priestley. B versus Priestley? B versus, Utami versus Priestley. <laughs> You said B versus Priestley. Yeah, I'm fully aware. Like, four and a quarter is just a smidge under my top ten. Oh my fucking Christ. No, I think you were wrong about that. I, think, I still, to this day, think I... you're wrong about Osprey and Akada. Yeah, but I didn't give them bad scores. I don't think giving them... I don't think giving them great scores you can call un- me being unfair to New Japan. You saying Okada winning was the wrong decision it's fair. I think is wrong. But how? You how look, does that you look, anyone? Osprey's the champion, Chris! Yeah, yeah, he won the New yeah, Japan but, Cup based yeah, on the fact how, that he built from that loss, compounded from that it, loss, it, because it, he can't beat Okada, like, he's gone on to win the Cup and the championship. How is that not a storyline beat? Storyline told over three months. Like that's the storyline you tell over a fucking year, and and the whole fighting from behind thing. He's a fucking heel. He shouldn't be fighting from behind. He doesn't think he's a heel though. That's the point. Yeah, but he doesn't think he's a heel. But the fucking bookers know he's a heel. That doesn't matter. To be a heel, you've got to have something to capitalize on. You can't just be a heel and just not win anything because that's bullshit. And there's no point. Overcoming something if he hasn't done anything. He literally just turned heel. Like, and like all the Empire lost. He turned heel in the G1. And then did nothing for those fucking few months. Because he couldn't, because it was basically oh, just Jesus straight into power struggle where he didn't really have a match. And Ben Tag League, where are we going to make Osprey do Tag League? No, they're fucking not. Because no one cares about Tag League. No one does care about Tag League. Oh my god. Fucking hell. Still a great match. Still an outstanding match. And Brown in I think best can chance it that um Shinsuke's thrown in WWE. I mean yeah, but like that's not Aside from the one that he hit Ziggler with. Yeah, that weirdly. Was weirdly brutal. <laughs> it was. <laughs> 
Like, fuck you, Ziggler. Um, yeah, easy for like four and a half, merging on four and three quarters. Great stuff. Yeah, I think, I think, unless I'm very much mistaken, we gave it four and three quarters last time. Yeah, well, last thing, unless it's something as hype as Kabashi versus Joey, kind of a match like this doesn't hold up to rewatch it. And it isn't meant to. And, and, yeah. and when I say don't hold up, I'm not saying it goes down by a ton, but like you're not in that moment. This is a match made for people in that moment. Such a good match. Such a good match. Great stuff. Considering the entire storyline going in is just Sami Zayn wants to take on the best and Nakamura is the best. Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's nothing convoluted there. It's just a that's good a... fucking wrestling match. That, oh my god, favorite... that kick! That's one of my least favorite things wrestling fans do. And like, new, like I know we just had a massive fucking shouting match over this, but New Japan, New Japan <laughs> fans do it a lot, where they reach into history and like pick stuff out and go, "Well, this is the story they're telling." When that's not what's put up forward on screen. For example, when we were talking about Konami versus Shiri, that was an element introduced on the screen because that happened at the press conference. Like, hmm. that was just an element that was introduced to the story. Not necessarily by Sardom, but the element was introduced. But then, every time Kanemaru versus Ishimori face, it's like, Ishimori's trying to overcome Kanemaru. Fucking not. That's not a story New Japan's telling. New Japan didn't give a fuck about what their record is in Noah. I will say, I am not saying that New Japan is as good as it was. It, it, it's not. It's categorically not. But my, my thing is with New Japan... Is it, is it is, as bad as, I think... Well, basically, I disagree with how bad. I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. If that makes sense. Well, a lot of what I, a lot of the way I think is bad is because I'm fucking hurt by how the way it's gone. Because you can't tell me the monumental decisions they have made, and like for the lack of a better term, WWE shit. So, are you bemoaning the Westernization of it? I don't even think it's westernization. Because I don't see... And if it is attempted westernization, I don't see how that would help... How any of this would help. Because, like, quite frankly, New Japan's been westernized since 2018. Like, that's just the reality of it. It's been more westernized. Things have become more seamless... And that's fine. But his thing, it's become a parody. It's like, it's, for me, it's like NXT. It's become a parody of itself. Like, it's seen all the things that made it big. And it's like, we're going to keep doing them because that's what, like, in a fundamental misunderstanding of what makes things special. For example, we've been doing this for a while, but Okada's arm control spot, wrist control spot, should only be done once in a blue moon. But he does it, every, like, he, there's a point where he's doing it every other match. For the Raymaker, do you mean? Ah, right. It was good when he did it against Tanahashi. Uh, but yeah, those, and... those are the power spots, aren't they? That's the story-driven moment. Yeah. No, no, I'm with you on that. I am with you on that. But I don't think it is like... Oh, my God, those arm tassels on that guy. Um, I don't think it's a case of New Japan having gone off a cliff. I do I do think you are harsh on Okada. I'm not... Ha- like I've, I've, I've said my... that since. I've said that for I... a while. I've softened my stance on Okada. When you realise that he's wrestling with a broken back. <laughs> yeah, like, <that's> <laughs> he throws Okada, 
you can't deny he's been looking fucking tired since then, and I understand why. But my my annoyment, I think part of my annoyance with New Japan is like my, my criticism of criticisms of Valor. You can't deny like when it's doesn't it's not me need sending into a like like you're gonna shout at me for putting up a YouTube channel, but like my New Japan video, the issues are laid out there. You can't tell me that any of them aren't uh, invalid issues, but all valid issues. Again, I'm not saying that New Japan is the perfect brand. It's not. Is it better than it was last year? No, absolutely not. Um, Can they still blame the pandemic? No, I don't think they can. That doesn't mean that, you know, you look at the length of some of the matches, they don't need to be that fucking long. No, Is it as bad as you are making out? No, I don't think it is. But I do agree with your points. They, my, my, I think the pro- biggest problem is they're trying to make everything epic, and like the, mm. a junior belt isn't designed to be epic. You can't look at how Hiromu wrestles and go, he needs to wrestle for half an hour. And like the thing is, it's gotten worse since I've been make since I made that video because why the fuck have they thrown away their championship lineage? That why is bullshit. The... That is not just bullshit; it's bollocks as well. Yeah, I'm like, why the fuck have they? I understand Osprey, but why did they have him attack his girlfriend? No, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that, definitely. I can't think of a single story on New Japan TV, because here's the thing. In years past, do you know how hype I was, I would have been for Ibushi versus Osprey? When it happened this time around, it took me about a week to watch it. It took me a long time to sit down and watch it, and when I did, I completely glazed over. Mm. Do you think that's because of your? No, because it, it comes back you've to the You've got a preconceived with... notion that the match is going to go long. You're already angry at the fact that we now have a championship that has got no lineage whatsoever. That's Do you think it's? That's definitely. No, but but here's the thing. I'm trying to think of um, if you went to, if you say went into a DDT match. Um, show and you have a pre- preconception of DDT you don't like their comedy element and that stops you from even getting into the matches even though in my own humble personal opinion that like that's of course going to affect that affects like I thought Keiji Muto versus Goji Izaki was going to be a shit show that affected my like the context around it like the match is good the match is fine but it doesn't but the, like of course the issue inherent issues of promotion is going to hurt it because that's what the issues do. Like if we take the out of it and we go to NXT, Walter versus um Walter versus um Shamper. The finish was a bit weak, but honestly if that wasn't in new in um NXT and it was somewhere where we'd have put where like the production and the commentary would have put more emphasis on what needed emphasis. Like, say that was in, like, a PWG or a, even in a New Japan, that might have gotten a higher rating. It's, wrestling isn't just matches in a bubble. The, in, the surrounding promotion affects it. And, like, because here, uh, we talk about how all this happened naturally. That's my whole problem with New Japan right now. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel things are being booked naturally. It feels like they're being booked. It feels like they're fucking those pockets you put in the oven, and it's always going to be fine. But like nothing stands. Like 
unless it's someone like Shingo or Tanahashi, where or Suzuki who aren't who aren't going to be forced into a formula, who aren't going to be forced into this shit, and are going to make whatever they're given work. It's not going to. It's just like when you ask whether or not the problems around the promotion affect it. Of course, they fucking do. I, that's I'm sure matches in a bubble are fine, but also a lot of the issues affect the matches because New Japan overproduce their matches. Like, go back to both Naito versus Abushi matches this year. Name one original spot in either of those matches. Which On a matches? Few, the Naito Abushi matches. And keep in mind, I love both Naito and Abushi, so this, this isn't like Osprey where I have issues. This is two people who I adore. Mm. So, like, yeah, my bias does, but like, if my bias was that strong, I wouldn't even put them on my match of the year thread. Like, you mentioned, um, say, Okada, Osprey. I think for a, a match being overindulgent is a good reason to mark it down. I think a match. Having a few mo- a fair few moments of downtime is a good reason to match it down, and a, a match who I but I still think has the wrong result is a good reason to mark it down. Like at the end of the day, like I I'll happily sit here and justify any rating I throw out. I don't like I, I don't approach I endeavor when I approach wrestling not to approach it in bad faith. Because there's too much of that in wrestling discourse right now. Like, if I'm approached, I try, if, I'm, if I know I'm not going to like a match, I don't try and approach it like that. Or if I, if I Chris, fact, just one second, Chris, just one second, because the inventor of all women is on TV. She was sitting next to fucking Sari. I know, I saw. She's desperate to get herself over, isn't she? Right, carry yeah. on. Yeah, but, but that's basically, and this, I'm not going to make put this into the match because, oh my God. Are those pals? Oh, that's lovely. I forgot about this entrance. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Of course, my inherent issues are going to, going to affect my enjoyment of the match. Name a promotion where that's not the case. No, what I'm saying is... If Osprey versus Ibushi hadn't been for the belt that you completely disagree with, oh. would it then have had a better mark? Is what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're Probably. wrong. I'm Probably asking... Not. Are you putting your the, hatred of the belt and the no, fact that they've thrown away their not. lineage? Which I do um, think is utter... I cannot understand the thinking behind it. It's not even the belt. Big, it's not even the belt design. The belt design, I'm sure, will grow on I me eventually. Belt designs. Like, I watch Stardom. None of those belts look good. They're all stars. So, yeah. so someone... I did see someone say, do you think the Stardom belts need redoing? No. No, I don't. Like, pretty, like maybe put the new Stardom logo in the middle, but that's about it. Um, yeah. Like, like no, but because a lot of my problems with the Ibushi Osprey match are the same problems I had with the Shingo match. match. They repeat, they're repeating stuff that we've done before, and also, um, they're. It's gonna sound weird. I saw. Do you know who Dan Harmon is? No. Creator of um, Community and Rick and Marty, and someone asked him, um, "How do you?" make it feel like the consequences in the world with no consequences. And he said, um, if it's just 
stick to rules. If you get kicked in the nuts, you're going to be annoyed. Like, and it might be funnier. It might work better in the moment if you kick them in the nuts and they're not annoyed. But you've just what you fucked up is you've taken away a crucial rule that you're going mm. to need going forward. New Japan is doing that because they do they overdo it with no selling. Like it might used to be a joke because people watch Wrestle Kingdom once a year and the never match um, always had a lot of no selling. Yeah, but they've overdone it. Like they're no selling Canadian destroyers. Like, and I don't want to sound like fucking Jim Cornette, but that's meant to fucking that's meant to hurt. Mate, you know that selling is my thing. You know I hate the lack of selling. It's my entire premise on most. Re- if if the selling is inconsistent, it completely ruins my enjoyment of matches. <laughs> that happened completely in the ruins. What happened in the match I was doing for my 2000 project? It was Akira versus Kanemoto, and they was getting the leg tags over throughout the whole thing, and then it was just dropped in the last act. I hate it when that shit happens. Mm. And to be honest, there was no one worse for that than Osprey. Osprey's gotten better at selling. Osprey's gotten he a def- lot better at selling. But also, he's went. For, that's because he's went from not selling at all. The problem is, <laughs> yeah. Not- yeah, there is some selling now. Yeah, but. I don't. I think having some selling shouldn't be praised. That should just be like, oh, good, you you've learned that aspect. Because don't get me wrong, twenty nineteen Osprey, great stuff, especially for being in the juniors. That style works. His G one was tremendous. Um, his G one in twenty nineteen, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty, I have mixed feelings. I, I don't know. There was, yeah, there was quite a few things that were wrong with the G one thirty. I mean. Aside from just Osprey, the entire of Block B was fucking dreadful. Yeah, those bright spots in Block B. But the thing is, Block B goes back <laughs> to the game. Because I mentioned the length thing. Part of the reason I don't like that because it's not fucking sustainable. And you know it's not sustainable because name to me one wrestler who wasn't a young boy in, like, take 2017. Wrestlers who are wrestling both in 2017 and 2020. Name one who wasn't a young boy back then who's operating on a higher level. It's none. Sorry, I'm being really put off by the amount of tassels on Bailey. There's so many tassels. There's too many tassels in Asuka. Yeah, but, like, Bailey's gone, uh, hold my beer and look at mine. Asuka's so fucking cool, though. I can't. Ask, like, she's oh, so cool. She's so, so good. But we haven't even mentioned the fact that for some reason she wears a thong over her, over her gear. I've never understood that. I think she stops, which is why I forgot about it. But she used to do that, and I would never understand it. This gets like a really stupid point to make now, but Bailey now looks like a completely different person to this Bailey. Like not oh, just yeah, because of the haircut, it... but she's put on so much muscle and shit. She looks like a completely different person. But Bailey here is like, if you'd have told me. This was an actual seven-year-old trapped in a woman's body. Yeah, I would believe you. That was the weirdest thing for the NXT UK talk. Because you know where that came from? It came from a random NXT house show in Blackpool, and it went viral. Uh-huh. And then we did it at Takeover. Do you know what? I've seen Bailey versus Asuka, and I've just realised it's not this match that I've seen. It's the one from. Oh, you- Brooklyn 2. Yeah. Because that's the one before yeah, SummerSlam this year, isn't it? 
they did rematch, didn't they? I completely forgot about that. Honestly, NXT history is a bit hazy for me because it's one of those ones where I just sort of let it happen. I didn't stop and think about it. Oh, yeah. Whereas New Japan, you get into that and like the fan base tries to be so intellectual. Mm. And it's only like when you escape that bubble where you realize half of it is bullshit. Like, like despite our disagreements on the state of New Japan, you have to admit some of the fact, like, not even some of, a lot of the fans are the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I understand it to a certain extent. The fighting for something that you're passionate about—it's the way that people fight about it. It's it's the way you. If you put across your argument, your points in a civilized way, then I have nothing but respect for you. We we can disagree. I'm not going to have an issue. But if you come across like a cunt, then I am going to treat you like a cunt. Thing is, though, because they seem to think we're the smartest fan base in wrestling. And then um, won't watch other places for petty reasons. Any fan that believes they are the smartest fan instantly is not the smartest fan. Yeah, I'm thinking wrestling is a higher form of art than it fucking is. Exactly. It's wrestling, for God's uh, sake. Oh like, my God, Sh- get the shit out of me then. Oh my uh, God. This is, this is literally like the beginning of an Osprey Shingle match. Oh my God. Sorry, uh, my girlfriend just walked in to pass me some uh, clothes and scared the living bejesus out of me because she came in like a doesn't. panther. Um, yeah, I'm sitting here naked watching this. Uh, to free Willy, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's not enough killer whales. Like, I put up on... I think it was last night because I think I, you gave me a weird emoji when I showed you the tweet. Um, New Japan fans will say um, you're too dumb to understand and Gator's booking a Ben won't watch other pure promotions because it doesn't have English commentary. (laughs) I'm like, that's literally half the fan base. Seriously, why is she wearing a thong over I don't understand. I don't understand the thong. Dakota Kai does that kick, but she doesn't do it as good. Actually, it's a different thing because, like, Asuka's kind of like Momo. She's a bit more, like, stocky. Stocky's a bad word. Um... But, like, then you have Dakota Kai, who's, like, fairly tall and fairly thin. So, like, yeah. they have two energies. It's a very colourful match, this one. It is! It's really colourful. It's like Nickelodeon versus Cartoon Network. <laughs> I remember um, I was at my mum and dad's house, and it's about two years ago. And uh, Asuka was on main event because, of course, she fucking was. And um, <laughs> my brother came in and saw Asuka and was like, "What the fuck is that?" Because, like, from here, she's got she over the years she's garnered more tassels. The thong has gotten bigger. The hair's more colourful. And my brother just looked at him and went, "What the fuck is this?" And I oh. found it really hard to come up with an answer. You think that's bad? Callum um, uh, Twin walked in the, um, a few months during the January 4th Tokyo Joshi show when I was watching that and when during Maki Dito's entrance. And you can't, you can't justify that. You, what do you say? Because it's like you have this fucking 4 foot 11 girl in a um, fucking schoolgirl outfit. And like, I literally have to go, I'm watching this because of the girl she's facing because she kicks good and I like people who kick. Well, speaking of, that's why we really like to ask about the time. I'm I'm a massive fan of good kicks. 
And then, like, Walter entered my life, and then Chops became the rage. Hey, hey, Bailey. Ooh. Oh, my God. Bailey's selling, see? Bailey can sell. I'm really glad she doesn't do that anymore. It's, it's like... It's like the stomps, but like not as impactful. Yeah. She has some fucking abs on her Bo Bailey. You said she's gotten stronger. It's not like she wasn't fucking built. No, yet. no, absolutely not. But she is like you look on Instagram and she posts some of her workouts and stuff, and she has gained so much muscle mass. She like I said, like even in her face, she looks like a different person. Like not in a bad, not in a bad way. Frankenstein! Oh, into a submission. Maybe the problem is, at this point in the NXT women's division, like you had Bailey and you had Asuka, and once ba- once Asuka had run through Bailey twice, yeah. Who else have you got? Right? Didn't they? Is was it Mickey James after this? Oh, okay. Um, hold on. Well, let me get up Asuka's reign. I'm sure that it was... Was it Nia Jax? It, it's I, think, weird. I think it was Mickey James at Toronto, you know. Having... Um, having... Charlotte Divisions isn't a big problem back, um, back then because you had takeovers once every three months. You had plenty of time to build people. Oh my god, how, there's been... 13 women's champions. Okay, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey. Let's have a look. So after this was at um, Nia Jax at TakeOver The End. And then it was the Bailey rematch. And then it was Mickey James. Then it, I knew Mickey James was Toronto. I don't know why I knew Mickey James was Toronto. And then she faced Nia Jax in... Uh, <laughs> she faced Nia Jax in... Um, Osaka. And then it was a face of four-way between Billy Kay, Nikki Cross, and Peyton Royce. That was San Antonio. I remember that. And then it was um, Peyton Royce. Then Ember Moon at Orlando. Which wasn't a good match. It's their second match, but it was very good. It wasn't. The first one wasn't very good. But saying that, the first Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler match wasn't very good either. No. um, Because Ember won, which was weird. I don't know why we didn't just throw the belt on on Shayna. It made the, a lot more sense. It wasn't necessarily um, the finish. The it, finish worked because it was like it was the fluke win, and you can sort of get away I, with that I, with I, the giant. But yeah. the, it was just the, it, was the, of, it was the rest of the do, match. The current do grounded wrestling, which just isn't Ember's thing. No, um, Ember's definitely like a spot more spotty, which to be fair means the does mean the tag titles uh, the perfect thing for her. Have you seen um, that thing about Shayna Baszler on the main roster this year? So we're in April. No. She's had uh, nine matches, has lost seven matches, and is averaging two minutes ring time. You had, I know. Such a, it's the one. It's like the one thing we built well going into Mania um, Thirty Six, like and it was the year. wrong decision. Yeah, like that was that was. The, Awful decision. Awful, awful, awful like, decision. I should say this. When I say do you make an awful decision, if it's within the last five years, I'm saying it as an outsider. 
I'm yeah. saying it as someone who pick and chooses pay-per-view matches. Well, you built the entire of Elimination Chamber 2020 around, around. how yeah. dominant Shayna Baszler was, and then Becky beat her in less than 12 minutes, and it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. We were watching it live, me, you, and Garth, and we all just went, the fuck is this? Yeah, to be fair, Garth, we didn't have a WhatsApp group, and Garth was drunk, it was funny. Um, drunk Garth's best, Garth. Yeah, I wasn't drunk because it was fucking nearing the end of it was in my the last two months of uni and rob you you know the last two months of uni are the fucking worst mm. um anyway so after that it was a triple threat between asking nikki cross and ruby riot which was bad and then they had another one on um and on tv which was also bad but then they had a last woman standing um, between Asuka and Nikki Cross, which I remember being pro- quite good. It was good. It was good because Nikki Cross was laughing as she was choked out. And it was great. And then Asuka versus Moon, and then Asuka just relinquished it because she <laughs> wanted to keep her undefeated. But also, just she was so, injured, just so that but... Charlotte could uh, do her over at Mania. To be fair, which was a good match. To be fair, I'm, I'm not. Uh, it was, it was good... probably the second best match of that card. It was a good match and. Like, you had to beat her sometime. It wasn't the bad part. It was the Carmella feud afterwards. Oh, Jesus. Where Asuka got confused by a James Ellsworth dressed as her. And then don't forget the Carmella match straight after that where Charlotte lost fair. because of were... a super kick to her knee. If you were ever... Um... Oh, that was nice. Ooh, that I like that. That was move. That was... Some fucking Joshi shit right there. That uh, was great. The oh, I got my train of thought because that was so good. <laughs> it was so good. It's a really this good. Is... This is an underrated match. I was just gonna say this is a good match. Really good. Yeah, like I mean, obviously, I think it got forgotten because it's. <laughs> After... Straight after Nakamura and Zayn, and it was the thing we said at the start of the show, wasn't it? You don't want to be following that match. Which is a problem at the NXT Women's Division had a lot. They're always in the semi-main position, which on paper looks good, but there's only five matches on a on a takeover, takeover. so it's always a bad spot for them. Like, um, for example, look at Shayna's reign, always in the semi-main. Um, Ember Shard, and then um, oh, she had a random match against um, Tony Storm at for you, but then um. Same versus Baylor, um, Baszler, uh, Brooklyn Four followed Gagan- followed um, Cole and Ricochet, which was a great match. Oh, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then the two, and then the two out of three falls match. Um, followed um, a surprise knockout with Velveteen Dream and. Like they always put the women in spots where they had to, it was an uphill battle to make a great match. Mm. Like it's the same. Like take the star and main event from um, the other day, where that was fine. Oh fucking! That was the Kumi Rocker shit. Two. <laughs> I Jesus, that. that was beautiful. Uh, the um, I've lost my train of thought again. But this match is good. Uh, um. You know, you know what? I think I like this better than the tag match, to be honest, so far. Yeah. Um. What was my... Oh, right. So, 
And this I isn't an ask a carry job by any stretch of the imagination, which, I again, know, I said, capable. I got laughed at on the last podcast when I said Bailey was the most underrated in ring worker. What, in all of WWE? No, out of the four horsewomen. No, because you didn't say underrated, you said best. You definitely didn't say underrated. If you said underrated, we would no, have been. No, I didn't say best. I didn't say best. You definitely didn't say underrated. No, I didn't, because I think Charlotte's probably better. Oh, Charlotte's definitely the best in... Um, in here's the thing about um, the horse women in ring workers. Charlotte's the best all-arounder, like, easily. Like, you can argue with me, because you're bored of her. I mean, I understand that, but she's... No, no, no. I am bored of her, but she's still great in ring. But yeah. I am bored of her. Um, but then the other three are kind of... <laughs> three-thirds of a good wrestler. No, I'll tell you what I said on the last podcast. I said Bailey was better in ring than Becky Lynch. Um, I'd, I'd say for on par. I, it, it I would argue good. that Becky would not have this match with Asuka. No, but, but, Becky, had a, but Becky had a different style to mm. Bailey. They, and both... they had a very, very good match at the Rumble in 2019. Yeah. yeah. So, but I like... think this is better. All the horse women have had matches with Asuka at this point, and we're basing how good they are in ring based on their Asuka match. Sasha Banks is the worst. Oh, yeah. That was still a good match, though. It was still good. It's fine. Uh, here's the thing about Sasha Banks. I fit, like, there's a group that both me and you in, and there's one very certain person in that group who, shall we say, oh. a stan. Oh, lovely. That was fucking oh, lovely. It's and just great. This is the finish. Test, but... This has to be the finish. You can test that a lot of Sasha Banks fans are just the fucking worst. Yeah. So, like, that kind of helps... Dist- it was the same. one of the same things I had with Julia last year, because her fans were telling me, oh, no, you need to go watch Ice Ribbon and shit, and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. She ain't getting out of this, surely. Oh. Maybe she is. She's got the power. The intestinal fortitude. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's like when a crocodile's got an antelope. This is a perfect ending to a Bailey type reign. Don't don't tap, though. Don't tap. Have the ref throw it out. Is that it? She gone? She ghost? She's gone. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was a, that's an underrated match right there. That is a very, very, very good match. What the fuck is this ne- match never discussed? Because that's better than most women's title matches in NXT these days. I'd go four and a quarter with that. I'd go four and a quarter. That was better than the tag match. Yeah, I agree. What does Cage I... match think? Let's have a look. <laughs> I'm sure Meltzer didn't give this a high grade at all. <gasps> oh. Melt is unpredictable. Uh, Melt gave it three and a quarter. Three and three quarter, rather. Oh, so that's three not and... bad grade. That's not bad, no. It's about the same, though. <laughs> sort of. Um, like, I'm not going to be mad at someone for a half-star difference. No. Um, Ultimately, yeah, stars are completely subjective. Seven out of ten. I think this is definitely hurt by placement. Oh, yeah, 100%. And a lot of these people will have voted for it, having watched it live as well, and you're exhausted... Yeah. I can, let's see what like, we can test this by looking at through, so the average and no actually the only time the average has dipped above seven is in 2021 
where someone gave it a 10. <laughs> okay, wasn't a 10. <laughs> um, what if it's from Cartoon Cat? You know, this match is no worse than meeting between us and meeting. Wait, it's quoting something. Come up with your own review, you fucking hack. Yeah, um, do you know what? That was a really, really fun match. It ended perfectly when just the right amount of time it built the character of both women. What more do you want? Um, light tubes. Everything is light tubes <laughs> with you, boy. <laughs> I, I will stop asking for light tubes when I get light tubes. <laughs> just give me light tubes. Yes, and without watching Freedoms, because I don't, I can't add another promotion. I know it's too funny. Freedom sort of scares me. Oh, I take it you've seen the Canadian Destroyer through glass? Of course I have. <laughs> but to be fair, the deathmatch definitely isn't something you'd be into. Because you thought Omega versus Moxley at um, Full Gear was a bit much. No, I didn't. I thought it was shit. I don't think it was a bit much. It's not shit, but tell you what was shit, that fucking explosion. <laughs> My favourite joke coming out of that was, I think it was Forrest Silver, which was rocked in Ring of Honor, and they have, like, spooters at the start of their, uh, like, for their pyro. It's a like, good you know, word. Yeah. They had, like, spooters. So, they have, <laughs> so, like, you know, the ones that just shoot up spark, their AW East. Yeah. Um, this had that, and it was like, oh my god, the humanity. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad because if that explosion had worked Eddie Kingston would have been made for life like because we clearly wanted to do a whole he can't wrestle thing um, like as in he was injured mm. so they had to improvise a fucking leg break angle and dynamite <laughs> that's the perfect look that's like the John Cena at WrestleMania 28 look up there on Bailey yes that's perfect, perfect. This is like also like just perfectly. Look, as look at fucking Asuka. Look how fucking imposing she looks. How did this get forgotten to history? What the fuck? This is fucking incredible. I might have to fucking binge old NXT, but at that point, I'm gonna have to come up with a reason for it. And There's been had... no commentary in ages. They've just let no. it organically build. Commentary would ruin this moment. Also, they probably Corey Graves is probably running for a piss. <laughs> oh, look at that! She's trying not to go. That's so fucking. What the fuck? This is like when people talk about what people want from WWE. But like, if I was to, if I was watching WWE week to week, this is the kind of product or story I'd want. Because like, oh, they WWE... did that superbly. Because WWE definitely has a style. Yes, and that's that. It's that kind of thing. That's what that's what NXT was. It's the perfect marriage of like really good matches and WWE style. Mm. And then that, I just miss old NXT to be honest. You can understand promotions are half and most at NXT and New Japan, and it's out of a place of former love. You you know how it's like you have that one racist relative and you just can't let it go. <laughs> it's kind of like that in WWE's case. Actually, that's very apt. Who the fuck is the Frank Carr on the Frank Car- Oh, I love. I love I Frank. Love Frank. Have you ever seen him live? Yes. He, he's Tremendous. So 
he was trying to do like a circle. He was trying to get everyone in the crowd. It was like at Glasgow Summer Sessions to run around the tower. Oh. He kind of went to do a circle pit around the tower. And, but nobody knew what he was on about. So he was like, okay, what you've done there is pretend to not know what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's a fucking lunatic, Frank Carter. Yeah. And then he picked out one person in the crowd, like one big Scottish bloke, and went, you're just pretending to mosh around one pee. <laughs> what for? When he came out as Jack the fucking Ripper. Oh, did, did he see? <laughs> so... Um, the board villains were on the pre-show for this, and they came out as Sherlock and Doc and the Doctor. Oh, amazing! But like the old, not like the current ones, like old one. So it was like Tom Baker's Doctor, and so it fit with this. It was great. Do you think the demon? The demon definitely got overused. I think the fact that it hasn't been used in his whole NXT run has been perfect. Demon referenced it. No, because it, it's stupid, and the, the main roster's killed this. Yep. Because they have obviously, it looked obviously, like because here's the thing, um, the way NXT justified it was good. It was like it's war paint. This isn't actually a physical upgrade. It just helps me. It helps me get into the mental mindset. Mm. It, it, like it, it gets me. Into, it's war paint. Um, the main Ross is like no. It's a different. It's a like great meter, <laughs> and it's cheap because yeah, it's weird. He's really underrated on promos. It's Finn Balor, oh, especially nowadays. He's the best promo in NXT. Mm. It's Alexander Wolf. That was uh, a pretty oh, You can't see, but I am ad banging. It's it's weird with that with Ballot Club because in NXT it was just a t-shirt, right? But mm-hmm. main roster they tried to like capitalize it on it. It's so weird. Also, I just saw fucking Josh Woods there, ring of the Josh Woods because he was he started in WWE. It's amazing how many much of WWE of um, Ring of Honor's roster started in the Performance Center. Josh Woods won the greatest pros. Is it the great greatest prospect tournament or something? This year he's been feuding with Dalton Castle and it's been pretty good. And now he's feuding oh Bobby. Bobbit. <laughs> Images that precede unfortunate events. Yeah. Like, people, the red really, hair, really? people are shitting on his title reign. I thought it was great. Well the NXT title reign. Yeah. I thought it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. Um, this is happening in 2017 where passable title reigns looked bad. Boom! I love this fucking song. Joe, 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 Joe. Look at that fucking wall. Do you remember when Joe. Uh, when Joe was like an absolute fucking killer before they put him on? fucking commentary. That's the thing about Joe, though. Whenever he does come back to the ring, he's not going to lose an ounce of that aura. He never has. Like Even when Samoa Joe has been shit with a cock on his face, <laughs> he, he hasn't lost that intense. Like, he just, it's just 
one of those people who never loses charisma. It's like a um, Kabashi or a Masawa. Joe, 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 Joe. Like he got over and he's called Joe. Like, I know. Like, and it's not even like Joe with a cool second name. It's literally he emphasizes the Joe. Oh, have you heard this, by the way? You know the WWE UK Championship belt that um, Walter had stolen off him? Um, yeah. It's turned up. Um, basically, it was bought by a fan for for about $30. And then when he realised it, it was the real thing, got in contact with Walter and said, this doesn't belong to me, it's yours. Um, so he sent it back. Oh, that's lovely. Did Walter give him $30 back? <laughs> The WWE have given him a signed replica in return. You know what? That's that's like, that sound. That even if you knew it was um, the original, like you can't you can't brag about it because it's stolen goods. Yeah, exactly. So that definitely ended the best it could for everyone. So my fifth favorite wrestler of the year, Finn Balor. My finger with Finn Balor right now, is it's easy to look great when your promotion's doing well. Like, people mm. like Yusuke Okada, um, Jenny Akiyama, and um, Yuki oh, it's the chainsaw! It's the fucking chainsaw entrance, Chris! Sorry, carry on. Um, they look good because their promotion's doing well. But people like Shingo and, and um, Brian and that, that's Drop. so much louder than the music. <laughs> Imagine if he dropped it. (laughs) I really hope that's a gimmick chain. No, that's a gimmick chainsaw. The chain's taken off. Which, to be fair, is it even? Is it even going? (laughs) I think it's even moving. You know what? I think it's just rigged to the. No, no, like literally, it's because the chain's taken off. So it's just the motor. It'll be yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That that admittedly I, that has ruined it slightly. <laughs> really taken away from the entrance, hasn't it? Like, and I get it. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, it, seen... it really is not moving at all, is it? Oh, who put that there? Oh, I'm sorry, it's such the an cows, ugly melt. Because I see, I have a lot of nostalgia. This is going back to if you, the product is good, you don't mind the because I never when I was watching NXT at the time, I had no problem with this design. No, I I never liked it though. I never liked it when I was watching it live. I, I still don't like it now. I don't like, but again, because the product is good. I like we'll mention it once, and then it won't come up again. Whereas I guarantee we would talk about New Japan if this was a New Japan show, we wouldn't shut the fuck up about that belt. Yeah, I think that's but because I, they downgraded. Whereas in my opinion, they up they upgraded with this. But probably a better comparison would have been if we were watching main roster, we'd go on about the belt for a lot longer. Oh god, the belts are all just so homogenized. It's horrible. I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like an upgrade, surely soon. And I like I understand it because they want the big logo on it for brand recognition. But you can have a nice belt with a big brand with a big logo on it. Right, the WWE logo is on fucking everything. If you're watching the WWE, you don't need a massive W on the fucking belt. It's give it to like sports stars who will wear it out. Oh, it's just yeah, but that's a that's a, oh. also like the the WWE 
logo on the Undisputed belt is massive. Actually, no, a perfect example. Look at Ring of Honor's belt. Fucking beautiful. But it's got a massive Ring of Honor logo on it. Mm. Or, um... Just look at the NXT UK Championship. That's a perfect yeah. example. Yeah. Um. I it's wait. I've kind of soured on that just because I don't. I love the. I love the design. I don't like the shape. Yeah, it's still got the WWE plate, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, someone has stolen part of Joe's beard. <laughs> Joe's never been able to grow a beard. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. I wonder how long it takes him to do his makeup. Hours. I think he once live streamed it. And it's with special like paint that doesn't that's like water resistant so it doesn't come off with sweat. Well it does, but it takes a lot of sweat to take it off. So oh it's not God. like a MAGA. Wait. Yeah. Halfway through the match, it's just all gone. So, who do you like better, Bala or Joe? Oh, you can't ask me that. I just Joe. did. Yeah, it's it's Joe. I prefer him now, but Joe's not wrestling. Um and like I I think it's hard to argue that between the years like I want to say 2004 to 2007 Samoa Joe's the best wrestler in the world. You make you make this point a lot to be fair. And can you think of anyone else? Maybe maybe Brian. Maybe, maybe. Brian. Yeah, Daniel Bryan's the only real other person that fits that mold. Yeah, and Brian would. I honestly, I'd give you Brian in 2006 and 2007 because he was wrestling in more than TNA, whereas How Joe was kind Joe of just already bleeding. <laughs> We've been going for one minute. We haven't even been going for one minute. <laughs> one punch. Joe's younger than I thought. He's only forty-two. Okay, so I've looked it up. Samoa Joe doesn't appear to have wrestled for the Inoki Genome Federation. <laughs> this match has started well hot. <laughs> Mine's not hot. It has started hot. Um, give it a second. <laughs> yeah. Killed. It's such a... I understand, from what I understand, it's a sports commission thing. Because otherwise, in like most t- cases, in look at him, he's just gonna try and take care of it himself. <laughs> Fuck you! <sighs> Get out of it's my a... face! That's a... <laughs> Hello. I bet you, I bet you after the um, blood of sight. <laughs> Fucking whack him out from non from <laughs> there. <laughs> whack a baller for non for moment. Phenomenal. How do you say it? Phenomenal. 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 How can I suddenly not say that word? Do you ever get that way? You just suddenly <laughs> can't say a word. I feel like Nemo trying to say see an enemy. See an enemy. I can't say that either. Fuck. Oh, um, Joe's I love it. 
jo- Joe's face is pissing blood at this point. Oh yeah, I fucking I love that. it. I fucking love it. Go on, Joe lad. Joe, Joe. Oh, that was fucking. That was delicious. Arnold's older than I thought. He's thirty-nine. Balor is old. Well, thirty-nine isn't old. Oh, I love, I love his suicide dive oh, so much. Because he, oh. he throws all of his weight into it. If this ref um, didn't fuck up this match, oh, that, that I don't think that's needing a holy shit. Oh, Balor's wrestled for PWG. I had no idea. Is he facing PWG? Sorry, but we're gonna have a lot of downtime in this match. So I thought I'd peruse Cage match. Um, it was dis- it was Disco Machine, um, who the pound in inactive wrestler. Um, Nemesis and Ronan versus Bino Cambino, Fergal Devitt and TJ Perkins. That is a match. What else was on this card? Davy Richards and Super Dragon versus the Kings of Wrestling. That was probably quite good. Huh. Um, well, let's see. He's Balor's wrestled for. Are they chanting bullshit? <laughs> Noah, all Japan, New Japan, obviously. DDT. Who did he face in DDT? Um, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, Omega and Ibushi versus Devitt at Taguchi. Leave him alone! Oh my god, I just... I'm already so... Like, I'm a, fa- I'm a fan of blood. In so- oh, he's wrestled for the Preston City Wrestling. Um, he wrestled Chris Travis twice. <laughs> okay. Hang on, has Joe wrestled... I bet you Joe's wrestled for Preston City Wrestling. He has Samojo. Ooh, 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 ooh. Guess who Samojo wrestled in um, PCW? No idea. Um, take a guess. Who would you want to see Samojo face in Britain? Uh, is it Uha Nation? No. I, don't, I like how I'm saying no. Like, there's a, there was yeah. a chance that Uha Nation would be on this card. Um, no, it was Dave Mastiff. Which I assume was dumb because Progress had already called dibs on promoting Samoa Joe versus um, Rampage the year before. Which is weird because Joe was still with... Because um... like, I remember I was running through Progress in the summer of last year before things happened. And um, I got to that card with Joe and Rampage on top. Mm. And... Um... It was weird because Joe was doing it because he was advertising TNA British boot camp. <laughs> Which I'm not sure if you ever watched um, Rob. It's a, it's a trip. Yeah, I've seen it. Have they given up on the blood? I take it. Oh, no. Stop. Oh, again. The, is fuck? he just thrown up the axe? Oh, for God's fucking sake. Oh, how to ruin a main... Because every time this match gets going, they manage to get their heat back. Because it's Joe, and he's awesome. Fucking leave him alone, you prick. I, just bat- I feel like we're not being fair to Balor. Um, in the same year where he left TNA, he wrestled for Impact Championship Wrestling, which is lovely. <laughs> what is your favourite? Because we have downtime again. Finn Balor match up oh, slash Prince Devitt. Um, 
His match with Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom 8 is pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined to go with that, to be honest. Um, actually, no. One of his Okada matches, I think it was the one at Kizuna Road, was very good. And so was his Tanahashi Lumberjack. I was just going to say, he had a good one with Tanahashi. Um, Are they really going to push him off again? Why don't you just um, put Vaseline on the cut so it doesn't bleed? Have you seen either of these men live? Actually, I know you've seen at least one of them because I was there with you. Yeah, I was just going to say, seen Balor live. Um, because we were both there and we popped quite hard. Despite the fact it was almost like the obvious choice. Mm. But like, I was about to say poor Travis Banks, but he's a bit of a fucking cunt. He's a twat, he? yeah. Yeah, so fuck you, Travis Banks. Um, have you ever seen Joe Life? No, never. I'm I'm asking this. I'm only asking this now because otherwise, um, Gareth would be like, "Yeah, I went to that TNA pay per view." It's like we know Gareth, we know. Um, yeah, that's made his watch. Yeah, I, I saw him at Sm- uh, SmackDown. Ooh, that was lovely. Oh no, actually, SmackDown no, I might have done actually. What on Raw? The yeah. Raw house show you went. I the fact that you can't remember tells me you probably didn't it, see him because you, you do like you do like Samoa Joe. I, love I feel Samoa like. Joe. Because we both went to house shows like a tour apart, so like you went to one in their winter tour, their beginning of the year tour, and I went to their end of the year tour. Correct. And I feel like I got the better show, to be honest. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Because um... I had uh, Nakamura versus Hardy. Um, hold on, I can look this up by looking up SSE Hydro. Did the Kawada just get name dropped? You don't really see Kawada get name dropped too much, do you? In WWE. You see him get name dropped literally everywhere else. Because I believe the tour before this, um, yeah, they just skipped. Um, (laughs) Glasgow? So this is like fuck. The main event was um Joe, Brian, and AJ. Who are three people who can't have a good match even when they're they're like wrestling at a house show level. So sorry, I've just found the uh card for the house show I went to. Would you like to hear it? Um, tell you what, I I, I roughly remember the, ca- the card I went to. Hang on. Um, no, it wasn't. It was 2018. Here we go. Let's compare cards. Okay. So what was your opener? Dean Ambrose versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Ooh, I had Nakamura versus Hardy for the WWE United States Championship. Okay. That, that's, then that's, that's rough. In WWE land, that's roughly the same, so. Nice. Ooh, lovely. 
Um, six woman Alexa Bliss, Emma, and Nia Jax versus Bailey, Mickey James, and Sasha Banks. I had um, Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane um, versus Cal Anderson and Luke Gallows. Fun fact: Killian Dane made a surprise appearance at the ACW show that same night. Ah. Um, Neville versus Austin Aries for the Cruiserweight Championship. Oh shit! Was that good? I don't remember. It was 2017. <laughs> um, I'd ask and Naomi. Me versus Mandy and Sonya, so you win that one. I do win that one. Um, then it was the Hardy Boys versus Big Cass and Enzo, Cesaro and Sheamus, and the club for the Raw Tag Team uh, Championships. I had Wolfgang versus Kenny Williams. I think I won that one as well. Um, this is still Ooh. a really good Ooh. match. <laughs> yeah, so we just got we just got taken out of it because. Oh, okay, it, well, it's such a next. shame. Um, then I had, oh God, Heath Slater, Rhino and the Golden Truth versus Bo Dallas, Kurt Hawkins, Curtis Axel and Titus O'Neil. I had um, The Bar versus New Day versus Usos. Oh yeah, you won 100%. Yeah, that was actually a really good match. Um, Balor and Rollins versus Bray Wyatt and Samoa Joe. Lana and Rusev versus The Fabulous Truth. It, wow. wasn't even, it wasn't even a match. They had a they had a dance contest. Jesus. Um, and then Reigns versus Strowman in a street fight. Oh, I had three more matches. After I had Shelton versus Andrade. Um, where Shelton won in second. Yeah. Um, Becky, because I was bitching about that on the day. I remember you bitching about that. Um, because I wanted to see Andrade. Um, Becky versus Charlotte, mm-hmm. and then AJ versus Daniel versus Joe. So I think overall, like you had some wins there, but I think overall mine was the best show. It was SmackDown, of course it was. <laughs> and to be fair, it's weird, like because it's one of because I I go to a few more I go to more wrestling shows than you and Gareth, at least like since we've met, and. It's, when I think back at who I've seen live, I keep forgetting I've seen like Tanahashi live, <laughs> and um, I've seen Cody live three times. He's actually very good live. Actually, you know who's better live than you'd expect is Sonata. Really, he is surprisingly like better live. Billy Ray's great live. If you ever have a chance to see Billy Ray live, take it because his promos are great. Moose is good life. <laughs> but no, if you have Moose on, like, if, a, if for some reason a promoter is listening... Oh, lovely. If for some reason a promoter is muscle listening Buster! to this... Fucking Muscle Buster! Um, if for some reason a promoter is listening to this, if you have Moose on your card, Soup. put him in the main event. Oh, my God. Because if you don't put Moose in the main event, it's going to ruin the rest of your show. Because that chant will not stop. It's a very infectious chant. Oh, this website has pictures from that house show. I've do- are you on? Is it fandom? Yeah, pro Yeah, I've fandom. just seen some of the ones on mine as well. Because I remember my brother um, 
who came with me doesn't like wrestling at all. Um, and Neville coming out, he went, the wrestler's called Neville. <laughs> yeah, why? Oh, you better beware, because here comes Neville. Neville. I remember the girl I was kind of, see, kind of sort of seeing at the time, and she's like, oh, I'll come. I'm like, they're expensive tickets. She's like, I don't mind. It's like, it's 40 quid for the shit seat. She's like, yeah, maybe I won't come. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. And then she was like, oh, come to the show later. It looks like it's cheaper. I'm like, it's on, it, it finishes at 1 a.m. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, did finish really late, don't they? Um, well, I actually normally they finish around 10, 10, 11. But um, it was a case of they had a working agreement with ICW and ICW had already booked up the garage. So they just had a day show. WWE had a day show and then ICW had one at night. Ah. Uh, so, was it one ticket for, for both? No. Um, but I got second row for the ICW show, which was great. The ICW show was actually really good. It was just as... Do you, have you heard Lionheart's theme from, like, 2018? Yes. yes. That, I think you've right, played it for me. Um, like, how fucking catchy it is. Um, just... At the time, I miss, I miss Harto. One, two! Ah! This I didn't sound... realize... I thought Joe beat him here. No, he beat him at a house show, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> huh. It it was weird at the time as well. What what <laughs> the crowd looked very put out. <laughs> Cuz I think it was just as NXT was starting to do more and more house shows and they wanted to put over anything can happen at a house show. So was this around the time that AJ Styles won the US Championship on a house show as well. No, that was years later. AJ uh... 2016. Oh yeah, of course, 2016. Yes. It's because we were just talking about 2018 house shows, that's what confused me. AJ actually had a really good year. He went from feuding with Jericho, which was actually probably the worst part of his year. Yeah, and it wasn't actually that bad. It wasn't bad, but Jericho did drop it on his head a couple of times, which was scary. Like, this is, this is like just before Jericho started doing the list thing. Mm. So this is like, the first half of 2016 was rough for Jericho. It's like this it like this period for Jericho is like point two when people go, Oh no, he's always been good. It's like what? Oh, that's how he busts his eye open. That's easily done. Yeah. Um that's I a, hate that's it. there is an uncomfortable stain on Palace shorts there. Um yeah, that became a meme. Did it? Yeah, that became a meme yeah. of Palace nothing though. And then that, um, that does not like Bala shit himself. Luckily for Bala, later in the year, um, Strowman came along. <laughs> so. So, um, what would you give that? Unfortunately, it's going to have to be free because half of that match was waste, was gone. Half of that match was just nothing. And it's not their fault. No, I was going to give it three and a quarter, to be fair. Uh, that, honestly, if they'd have done the match they planned, that could have been... Another four-star match. match, yeah. Yeah. Um, these two never really got the opportunity. Like, London might have been good, I don't remember. And then 
the cage match was a bit weird. NXT, I can't think of a good NXT cage match other than a War Games match. Right, let's pause that there, Chris, because that okay. is the end of the show. Um, overall thoughts, Chris? It's weird, but it doesn't get talked about in modern takeovers right now because takeovers started doing the tick box thing and then like they had that mad run from like um New Orleans, Chicago, Brooklyn, War Games, Phoenix, New York, which were like top tier cards. At least in the moment. I haven't rewatched any of them. So maybe I'll rewatch them and change my mind. Before we got into the current decline, where it kind of had the worst takeover in ages in Portland and then possibly be worse takeover and take over um thirty. Yeah, takeover thirty isn't good. Um, um there's like nothing like great on that card, is there? Um No, the ladder match is okay. I remember at the time this felt this felt like a second Brooklyn, like one of those NXT but more normies getting into NXT kind of thing. Mm. And it was great, but also not because that's kind of how we got NXT into the state it is now. Um, but as a show itself, that's probably my top five takeovers. I think the only ones beating that would be New York because literally all of the matches on that card were four star plus for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Philadelphia, but that's mostly just because of one match. That was a one match card. Yeah. Maybe Cole versus Black. So I think the only ones really beating this might be uh, Evolution, but that's just another one match one. Brooklyn won, but that was mostly a atmosphere thing. Um, so really, the only one beating it in terms of pure like in ring match to match thing, because the only like honestly that competes with um, that competes with New Orleans for me, because New Orleans is one I have rewatched, and honestly, a lot of it doesn't uh, like Gagano Champa works amazingly in the moment and then gets diminished, whereas none of that really got diminished, especially. Um, some of it was enhanced on a rewatch. Right, Bailey versus um Asuka match. That should be among that should be discussed among some of the greatest women's matches in NXT. Mm. If um Nakamura versus um Sammy wasn't on that card, that would have stole the show. I think, and also like an extremely solid, really only the dud, like the only bad match, and it wasn't even bad, it was just average, was Aries versus Corbin. And to be fair, you have Corbin who can't do much, and Aries, he's a cunt. So he's like, a cunt. Yeah, so, and what did they do for the next takeover? I'm actually going to quickly check that. Because they actually went on, this is where NXT started. Like, it's, it started off really well, it started getting to the point where it was shit sometimes. But like it was still really good. So there was Ty versus Andrade, Revival versus Alpha rematch. I would say, Aries versus Shinsuke, Naya versus Asuka, and Bala versus Joe. So yeah, as this show, honestly, it's one of those shows that I would have always loved revisiting anyway. Because I remember I, I loved this is one of my peaks of wrestling fandom in terms of one product was NXT around the time. So. For me, the pro- the problem is with this show, and you've already touched on it actually, Chris, is the fact that it does get overshadowed because everyone just automatically goes, oh yeah, Nakamura and Zayn 
and then everybody forgets what else is on the card. It, it is hampered by the fact that the main event is... It's The main event is a bit of a wet for that. And like, that's not anyone's fault, but the ref. <laughs> and do you know what? I do sympathise for the ref because, you know, if you're yeah, in that position but, you saw it, and uh, you are being told safety protocols and things like that, then that's what that's what you've got to do. Early in the night, we went straight to Nakamura when we saw he was bl- bust open. But, like, yeah. Nakamura wasn't gushing. And Nakamura stopped as well. That, that's really important. Joe's kept going. Um, which affected what would have been a fantastic match because both of us said, fucking hell, this has started out of the gates. What a, what a match. And then, obviously, uh, yeah, happened. And then it was like, oh, we're back into it. Oh, no, it's gone. Exactly, and it happened three. It happened two or three times, and it, it got to a point where you're like, "Oh well, I'm just, I'm not arsed anymore," ima- which is a shame. I imagine this what it feels like to be a sexually active pensioner. <laughs> um, I thought Bailey and Asuka was tremendous, a real, real closet like diamond in the rough. What a fantastic match that was! Paced perfectly, really good carry to work, selling from Bailey. Asuka like a monster, but. Everyone got over in that match. Really, really, really good match. And a rare occasion where WWE commentary serves it perfectly by just not saying anything. <laughs> WWE commentary finally enhanced something by not being there. By just shutting the fuck up. Um, Nakamura and Zayn is as good as you remember it being. It is truly, truly tremendous. It's got a really, really good open in American Alpha vs. The Revival. Baron Corbin versus Austin Aries is, is what it is. You know, every takeover to start with had one of those matches. You had Bull Dempsey and, you know, Kevin Owens squashing Juice Robinson and things like that on these takeovers. So, you know, it is what it is. It's not one you would ever actively seek out. But other than that, I thought it was a really, really solid card, Chris. A really solid card. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hopefully... Um, you all enjoy WrestleMania weekend. Um, hopefully, WWE managed to waylay their terrible, terrible builds and their terrible, terrible TV product and give us a night to remember, especially as it's a night where fans are actually allowed back in the stadium. So, oh, wait, if, when you watch NXT, that shit's not socially distanced at all. It's fucking disgusting. There you go. Fingers crossed, Mania is slightly better. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. Go and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review and a comment, please. It really, really does help us fire up those podcast charts. You can check us out at www.podmania.co.uk where you can check out all of our archived episodes and our match ratings for matches, including the ones that we've seen tonight. Um, you can find us on Twitter at at Podmania. You can find me at at Real Rob Goodwin. Chris, where can they find you? At Chris Lespira. Until that time, enjoy Mania, guys, and we'll be back again on Saturday for our live watch-along of Mania Night 1 and Sunday for Mania Night 2. We'll talk to you guys then. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania. Facebook, at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Podmania.